This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Warning, the following podcast may contain buffaloes forced to live in a brittle French field, a sports bar called Sports Bar, and a Disney hostess named CJ who seems to be your dad's favorite. Finally, what you've all been asking for, two hours of complaints about the weird mall outside of Disneyland Paris with guest Julia Prescott. Bonjour, it's podcast The Ride. Hey, welcome to Podcast the Ride, where we know the only real way to solve the crisis in Syria is to send an intergalactic space captain to dance at Assad and unlock his inner beauty. Um, <laughs> right? Agreed? Yeah, uh, we agree really, with that. You know, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. desperate times call for desperate measures, and that's the only way to really uh, change the world, as it mm-hmm. were. As um, long as he has uh, sidekicks, though, that are adorable and you can make plush out of them, I yeah, think that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A band of uh, a band of misfits and a literal um, band as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the only way to really solve a crisis. You, you, you think me beautiful? Yes, Mister Assad, but without a key to unlock it, <laughs> we're not going to fill. If you don't know what we're talking about, sorry. Yeah, this uh, is the gate behind uh, which you should stay. Yes. Uh, uh, if, you, uh, uh, if you don't get the reference, then you're out. Uh, um, we're all people who understand these these references. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm Scott Gardner. I'm one of them. And uh, joined, as always, by Mike Carlson. Hey there. And Jason Sheridan. Hi. I was trying to figure out the one-to-one of, like, Hooter to John Bolton or, like, hmm. uh, which one is Michael Flynn and Michael Flynn Jr. Michael I guess Flynn is would fuzzball, the, I guess? Uh-huh. Yeah. Is Michael uh, Flynn fuzzball? I, or, I think John Bolton is the give her the gift. I think he's that guy. He oh, appears, okay. He oh, appears yeah, to be yeah. a hologram to sort of I keep see. him on track. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which one is Doug Benson? <laughs> oh, oh yeah, yeah. Doug Benson is the same character. <laughs> oh great, <laughs> fantastic! <laughs> he plays the exact same role in this crisis that he did in Cap- Captain he's, EO. Yeah, yeah. He's like a hundredth guard at Assad's. Uh, where does he live? Compound? I don't know. And uh, uh, yeah, and he gets turned into like a into a, a bright red 
uh, wearing uh, breakdancer. Mm-hmm. Um, that's how this is going to play out once we get on board with this plan. That would be great. Um, anyway, hey, well, uh, joining us today, also also clearly a, a mega theme park nerd and one of the first uh, real friends of the show. You were very supportive right yeah. away, and uh, I, I really appreciate it. Uh, she is a writer and comedian and one of the hosts of the podcast, Everything's Coming Up Simpsons. It's Julia Prescott. Hey. Hi. Hi. Thanks so much for having me. Absolutely. You. So excited. I'm Wonderful. so pumped. I was looking forward to this all day. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. So good. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> yeah, because I, uh, I think when I saw, like, the moment you guys announced that you were on Feral, because we all used to be on the same podcast network. Yes. I yes, remember we did. tweeting something like, I'm angry I didn't do this myself, or <laughs> I found something so relevant to my interests, you know, it, it makes me upset. Um, oh, geez. Yeah. That would have been the other topic, if <laughs> given uh, uh, things you're obsessed with to yeah, discuss at yeah. length. Yeah, um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, I've listened to you, the podcast a bunch, and so yeah, all day today I was like, Hi, you know, how's this episode going to start? They're probably going to ask me like what my personal history at Disneyland, mm. like going through like the general piece. I was like, what am I doing? I got to stop. That's a question I have. If I've uh, in the rare event I'm on other podcasts, right. it's like sh- how much should I know, or should I just, yeah, or will I be too rehearsed? If right. I, uh, uh, I I chose the wrong tact on Doughboys, which is uh, you know, because I listened to it a ton and I uh, I studied it too hard, and I yeah. think it was uh, uh, very stiff. I've been analyzing my Doughboys appearance oh, ever no. since. Oh, no, I think, Mike's, I think you're the same way, correct? Yeah. Well, I thought there was a couple things I, I I don't even remember them, which is good. So let's not bring it up. But there were a couple <laughs> things on that Doughboys episode that I did. Uh, where I was just like, you're an idiot. I can't believe you did that. And then like, I was like, people are going to think you're stupid. I thought and your then, episode was great. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. And it wasn't yeah. fishing for compliments. Scott just no, brought this up. No, it was I have a very specific memory attached to your episode. Wow, actually. really? Ah. Yeah, because uh, another big fan of Doughboys, I was saying off podcast, OP, uh-huh. um, before we started recording that I feel like my Simpsons podcast and this podcast and the Doughboys all kind of exist in the same shared universe of mm-hmm. podcasting. <laughs> we all used to be on Feral too. So that's, that's true, and thing. it's all about like uh, uh, silliness and kind yeah. of like Obsession. not super high art, pretentious mm-hmm. stuff. It's and about uh, rapturous love yeah, of, yeah. Uh, of, of silliness, I think. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I like the idea of the shared podcast universe where yeah. and we could all come together. There was an idea to bring together all, all the right. podcasts. <laughs> Sorry, that's the, oh, that's no. the no. Sam Jackson Marvel Avengers speech I was about to give. So. Oh, well, I, I was going to say that I listened to um, your episode of Doughboys uh, when my husband and I, we went to Costa Rica uh, for like one year dating anniversary. Mm-hmm. And I just remember uh, driving the winding roads of Costa Rica listening to your Margaritaville uh, episode. That is like kind of wow. perfect, isn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, really? Was, yeah, I, I was there in my mind and uh-huh. I was also there in presently in the jungle wow. uh, environment. Well, thank you uh yeah, but cool yeah breeze I mean, and palm trees and a, and a dry description of fake cool breeze and mm-hmm. palm fake palm trees yeah. and i do love that orlando margaritaville it's wonderful it's yeah. yeah it's what we'll do a whole episode on it soon i haven't been actually <laughs> oh my god i haven't i haven't done in orlando since we started doing this and at what point is it irresponsible for me to be presenting as a right you have to go without i haven't you gone like three times since i have been to orlando in the last year twice uh i have the premiere pass which means i can get into the orlando park anytime for a year Mm -hmm. until september will i go again 
Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Possible. Plane tickets are cheap. It makes sense. It does make it look. Yeah. It makes a ton of sense Is for Orlando me to constantly go to a Florida. I, I went in uh, 2008, I think, in 2010, and I I didn't think it was that cheap. But maybe there's. It depends. A, I mean, you gotta look. I as, as everyone knows on this podcast, I love to check. I'm a checker. I'm mm-hmm. a checker too. So I love to check. I check every day. Yeah. I check for plane like stuff goes down, stuff goes up. But what, what are your sights? Oh, uh, what are your well, sights? Who are, are your sights? Who are your guys? Who are your guys? What are you? Who are you guys? I mean, I what are have, your deals? I are pretty, we good, Michael? I have pretty. <laughs> Yeah, we're good, Mark. I just had a big problem with you back at the comedy store. What is what is Lauren when think? You're the doorman. <laughs> uh, so who's uh, our Lauren? But is it uh, is is our Lauren Michael Eisner? Yes, I think. He's, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I would say so. Yeah, probably. Oh well, let's start uh, who's talking Bob about Bob Iger every... then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I think I care about. Uh, uh, Eisner more than Iger. Yes, I'm, I would like to talk to Eisner. I'll look. I'll happily have Bob Iger on the show if yeah, we have if to. If it came to that, <laughs> right, uh, right, right. If he's you know not doing a million yeah. things, <laughs> if so he Bobby doesn't, boy, yeah. you're right down the road. Pop right down Olive, then make a le- <laughs> yes. to give directions <laughs> directly to the. Hey, what are you doing? <laughs> Jason, this is a secret place that no one needs to know about. Uh, uh, I like the website. I go to just the basic stuff. I have Expedia. I have mm-hmm. uh, stuff like that. I do have a thing called, um, I forget, it's called like Cheap Flying or something, and it's a Twitter. And oh. basically, I have it sent to my phone, the the alerts. Mm-hmm. So I'll get like LA to uh, Columbia is on sale for $195 I get or those alerts too through, we don't, this doesn't have to be the podcast episode, but we're just talking about travel websites. Sure, yeah. It's Airfare, related. Watchdog, stuff like that. Yes, yes. I, I, yeah. I go on that, yeah, as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Skyscanner. So, yes, I love to check. I love to check uh, everything. So, yeah, you can get a, still a pretty good... I got my... I think my last flight was... One way was 89 bucks, and the other way was 130 Whoa. or something. So you can... That's great. Look, there are deals. If you I'm actually well, going look. to Orlando in September. Mm-hmm. Ah. I feel like this podcast probably played a, sure. a part oh, in, yeah. in making those plans because you you yeah. i remember message you message yeah. saying is this a good time to go and i said yeah that food festival will be going on and the crowds will be probably down because people are back in school back at work sort of thing mm-hmm. but like buy a few travel insurances because of hurricanes i did that i yeah. missed the hurricane last year by like four or five days oh really yeah yeah, I read, I got deep into this internet rabbit hole of like reading a bunch of dad blogs that are based on like like centering on Disney World. I think one's just called like dadsrules.com um, or something. And it was like, gotta go. Hey guys, here are my top five weeks to go to Disney World. And like one of them was like the last week of September. So that's uh-huh. when we're going. That's oh. probably a good mm-hmm. time. I, mean, I never still- thought about dad blogs. I mean, I know there's a huge, Disney has a huge yeah. network of mom blog, like mom blog dad affiliates blogs are where you and get stuff. The Mm-hmm. And where you find out where all the best place to have a cold beer is. <laughs> yeah. Get a break from your, your damn old lady and kids. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm into. Shows that yeah. are live shows that are hosted by cute gals in mm-hmm. skimpy outfit. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. what I recall about my dad, who was kind of uninvested in Disney World until we saw the show that was, it was in Mickey's Starland, and it was a show where all the Disney afternoon characters uh, came to life and perform, and it's hosted by kind of a 
perky girl named CJ. I remember my dad <laughs> talking about, about right. CJ a lot. I assume it was always a different CJ. Uh, that was talking the uniform. Talking about CJ a lot. Like, yeah, yeah. For just, days. That's yeah. That CJ was. Uh, do you want to? You want to? Uh, Scott, you want to see that show again? I like that CJ. <laughs> 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 Gave my dad a little bit of eye candy. CJ was uh, that was also Disney's first use of using a computer algorithm to come up with like what is the name for a cool host computer and right. a man well, or a woman I, could slot cool, it in. Cool, relatable name that is not specific to any CJ. particular race. <laughs> right. I don't think I'm. I don't think I'm the only one who knows this, but I think that's the name of Pamela Anderson's character on Baywatch. I think you're correct. CJ. I so I so I feel like maybe that was on purpose because you'd associate mm-hmm. another favorite of dads. Yeah. <laughs> Presumably. And, and Presumably. Sort of, yeah. And she's also very like classic, like short blonde, like sure. the, mm-hmm. like base uh, definition of like of cute gal, as my dad would say. <laughs> yeah, cute gal. <laughs> CJ cute gal. is like a nineteen ninety two as fuck name though. Yes. Oh yeah. 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 It feels yeah, like yeah. she could have also been like your camp counselor. Sure. Yeah. Oh, sure. Right, right, right. She's, she's the gal next door, but she's also beautiful. Like, there's a whole, you know, she's not, she's not too, like, she's not too aggressive, mm-hmm. but she, she's like the bright bowl of porridge. She's just <laughs> right. I don't know. That was read. That was a read. Hey, that's something. That's where. That's where you and Lindsay uh, really sealed the deal is when you were brave enough to call her the right bowl of porridge. <laughs> <laughs> Relationship I think that's a, a new My level. husband has yet to say that about me. Am I in trouble? Should I? I'm not going to say it. Standard Thank of relationship affection. He keeps looking at the dad blogs a lot oh, no. as the like, trick gets closer and closer. He keeps looking at like quiet places to hide. <laughs> that's a tag on that's, these blogs. That would probably be relevant to his interests because he's not as uh, obsessed as I am. <laughs> Yeah. 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 Oh, do you? Well, because this is sort of. Although I don't know. I I also I, I never mean to present the uh, the image on on the show that uh, Aaron or Lindsay is less into this stuff than it. Just mathematically, they just are because we yeah. sort of uh, ascend the heights. But they're pretty big Disney people as well. But For, not quite. But is it a sort of a similar? ratio like into it but like there's a there's a wall yeah well he also um grew up in cincinnati and so uh you know there's i think they have i forget what theme park they have out there king's island which our episode about has not not come out yet but we 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 talked about that place or has it No, oh, yeah. Uh, as in the <laughs> spatial, in the space and time we're recording it, it hasn't. But yeah. in you, the listeners' timeline, I, I haven't a clue. Sur- <laughs> it's a surprise. I'll probably cut this out. <laughs> sure, it's worth worth doing. You know doing. what? The moment you say that on a podcast, you won't. You won't. Yeah, uh, that's the rules. You know how where uh, you watch your Conans uh, and your Lettermans. You know you gotta leave leave it in. Leave the good. The stuff magic in. like this. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> when we'll you see. say I'm gonna cut that out, the listeners hearing you say that and they're going, "Ooh, this was almost." I don't know. You're saying, yeah, they feel like they got a treat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's well, dissect the art of podcasting. We'll s- <laughs> <laughs> it yeah, is an art, a high art. Really oh, absolutely. That we're very careful about and very mm-hmm. committed to. Yeah, there's there's so much fun stuff. Like, do you uh, do you acknowledge the animal walking by in the room? <laughs> do you acknowledge the fire truck right. going by outside the studio? It's lesser it's the, podcast. What I would say. You think that at a certain point, you just keep rolling and ignore you have to stay focused 
Mm-hmm. 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 We mm-hmm. haven't had the the podcast sort of coming of age where we record a whole episode and it gets lost, and then we spend fifteen <laughs> minutes at the top of another episode talking about it getting lost. Oh, and maybe like being with the guest again, again, and yeah. acknowledging that'll like, be, yeah. oh, we're doing that'll this for the second time. Deja vu for us. <laughs> this will be us. Uh, Don't wish that on ourselves. Yeah, I should yeah. curse this episode no. and say we're gonna. Uh, what a bad thing to have you as a guest and say we're gonna lose your. Episode. But I'm gonna say right now, if this episode. So it does get lost and I have to come back. What a joy. Hey, good what excuse. Oh, hey. <laughs> it's, like a per, it's like a private show, basically. It's like a bonus. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, what I was saying is uh, for uh, my husband, Mike, yeah, he grew up in Cincinnati and only had Kings Island. And I think actually used to work, he's an artist and uh, he works in animation. So he used to be a caricature artist. That was like his first summer job as a oh, teenager. Oh, fun. There, I think. Um, but he like didn't make a lot of trips out um, to go to Disneyland when he was growing up. And I grew up in LA. So I think... And my mom's also worked at Disney since I was two. So oh. I think that may have affected it, but I'm not sure. sure if that's like the root of my obsession or proximity yeah. as opposed to because I could see it going the other way where I'm nowhere near a Disney park and I I dream about going to one one day and I got the right. little taste of it. And now I'm obsessed. But I guess, yeah, you're right. Yeah, maybe uh, proximity makes a lot of sense. too. Yeah, but um, he's open. Like, it's not that I've. I have dragged him <laughs> to a couple parks now, um, and it's not that he hates it when we go, but it would never cross his mind. Like, we went to Tokyo, mm-hmm. and that was, you know, like, a real, like, let's do this first, you know, kind of thing for me, uh-huh. and that probably would not have been on his list. Oh, otherwise. sure. I would have yeah. skipped it entirely. Interesting. Oh, yeah. uh, uh, did he like it? Glad he yeah. Went? Yeah, sure. He didn't tear up like I did when I saw <laughs> Tokyo Disney Sea. Oh yeah, um, did and you then really? Said to him, "It's weird. It's just weird to see something I've Googled so many times in the flesh." That that was my quote to him in that <laughs> moment. <laughs> yeah, but, I know, know what you different. mean. Some of these places I've looked at on just Google Street View and yeah. just if this was my view in real life, someday <laughs> yeah, it will just, be. You just drive in that Google Street View, and, and this is a such stroll. a perfect setup to today's topic. This is true. <laughs> yes. Uh, You've looked at pictures and you long to go. And you two, yep. Scott and Julia, have seen this in in person. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Or layperson. Yes. They would say That's about the extent the of my French. <laughs> yeah. Uh, thank you, you for being up on. before you went. Oh, did God, you try? no. Called I, lay I podcast. did not. We pretended we were going to learn some. And yeah. then as soon as you're in an actual transactional situation, you uh, you bail. Yeah, well, I actually, so I started planning this trip um, late last year, and then uh, my work picked up, and I was actually in the process of canceling it, and then, like, canceled everything except for the flights, and then I got laid off. Oh, no. (laughs) Like, the day I was going to um, cancel the flights, like, that was my lunch break task, and then I got laid off, like, that morning at 11 and was like, all right, trip's back on. Oh, hey, yeah. And it was happening in a couple weeks, so it was one of those weird instances I've never experienced where I didn't have the months of anticipation of this trip. I had, like, put it out of my mind, and then all of a sudden it was back on, so it was kind of a scramble within a couple weeks to, like, get my mind wrapped around it. Oh, weird. And so I was, like, furiously Duolingo and the only thing I learned was like, I am a woman and you're a man. Like that <laughs> never came in handy. Um, yeah. so, Why would you have had to clarify yeah. that? But to if somebody? anyone asked, I could say just we la femme and that would get me around, you know. <laughs> so no yeah. numbers seems to uh, help. Although also yeah. in many situations, the numbers are 
printed in front of you and they aren't uh those aren't different the numerals are not different in Mm -hmm. foreign countries i feel like i tried a little bit harder in japan and this time around i was like uh you guys know you know like yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. come on look at me so yeah like, just, just help, help me, me can, yeah 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 we hit those moments uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. very quickly and you're like, look come on i uh, we all know what this is <laughs> yeah. cut to the chase um but anyway yeah the so uh, i mean i'm and i'm sure uh, uh, there there are a ton of theme park topics that we we uh, could be discussing mm-hmm. with you but we uh, uh, i i was happy you, you took us up on this because uh, yes fresh from a trip to uh, Disney Paris, mm-hmm. uh, which I did on my honeymoon a couple years ago, and I I felt kind of scarred ever since. Yeah, and I wasn't sure. I, I, we we uh, uh, DM'd a little bit about uh, advice about various things, mm-hmm. and then the the morning you were there, you tweeted us this photo of. Uh, the the main the, the uh, Mickey and Donald and Goofy and I forget if it was all of them but Donald at least had these very bizarre dilated eyes yeah um, and this and this is at by the way this that was I believe at the Disney store at the Disney Village Paris which mm-hmm. is what this episode is about um, but I was I was wondering from that bizarre. I was like, oh, I wonder if she's having the same (laughs) experience of oddity as I did at this place. 100%. Well, Mm. first of all, the Disney store in Disney Village is like one of, I want to say, 12 Disney stores in that area. Most of the shops are just uh, only slightly different ticks away from each other and they're all given like a different name like this one's like the disney boutique but this one's like the disney store proper this one's disney world you know it's just like gallery uh, the world of mm -hmm. disney the the wikipedia list of shops was very weird i mean the restaurant i feel like restaurants are gonna be a big part of this yes episode uh but like just reading the shop i was like there's only like six stores and everyone has like disney like there's not like yeah I mean, I know it's France and tastes are different, but I'm like, there's no like flip-flop shop or Crocs or, <laughs> right, or right. even Nothing like a newsstand or a bookstore or, or something or fridge magnets. No sock market. Yeah, it was really bizarre. I mean, the first thing that you see when you walk in is uh, the giant Planet Hollywood. Yeah. And I'm sure I'm not the first person to think this upon seeing it, but this is still around i would have yeah. thought that they went bankrupt several years ago i felt like They've that was gone the rumor in and out several times apparently <laughs> yeah kind but of there's redefined still the brand a as- few hanging on orlando vegas mm-hmm. uh Wait, do i have uh, orlando list? vegas Times square I think there's an, another few. There's six on that. the planet Earth. Yeah. Uh, there was Fantastic. one at Niagara Falls that I saw, but I think that one now is gone. Does it look? Do they all? Because this one, I was when I was looking at the YouTube video, this Planet Hollywood looks like this, like it did when it opened. It's mm-hmm. a giant. Yeah, it's the globe. Yeah, you take like an escalator in, or it's a walkway. I'm yeah, not yeah. even sure. Stairway, yeah. This is what the Orlando one looked like until about two years ago. Mm-hmm. Oh, it so. is. It's been that recent. That would it look like that? I mean, they turned it into like an observatory yes, for I've Disney. Seen, believe me, I've been to Orlando many times in the last year, so I've <laughs> yeah. seen the observatory <laughs> version of Planet Hollywood. I was just wondering, do they all look like this other than that observatory? Do we know? Oh, the Times Square one is like built into right an office. The sky one doesn't have office uh, building. Sort as of is um, the Vegas one used to be in the Caesars Palace Mall with the fake sky right. where it's a cloud-covered oh, yeah. ceiling. Yeah. Yes, and I, I, I feel like I went to that one, but now it's in a more boring part of the same mall, and it's just, and just, it's just kind of a very bland, pseudo-hip 
design. So it's all over the map in terms of its uh, branding, uh, uh, which is uh, summoning uh, Marcus, Marcus Lemonis, the prophet, to me right now. Um, <laughs> oh, another obsession. Scott yeah. and Julie and I have talked about that a lot lately. That was a lately. bright day for me when I realized yeah. not only do we have the theme park thing, but also the prophet, We're which I feel like no one else. Heads. Yeah, no one else that I know in real life. I mean, we're in real life. Which you, know you kind I mean? of, in, in, you, when you said no one else, you kind of pointed in the direction of Mike uh, as they <laughs> was talking about me, who was shoving the, you back I into the corner. Who didn't even know world. what you were talking about when you guys started mentioning the show. For listeners who don't so know, The Prophet is a, <laughs> a CNBC original, a CNBC show, uh, where a, a guy named Marcus Lamonis, who is like an investor and like, I think the head of the company Camping World and a million other His companies. main claim to fame is Camping World. Helps struggling <laughs> businesses it's sort of like bar rescue my joke that i i i meant to tweet out like you forget is that uh 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 bar rescue in the morning to wake you up profit in the evening to cool down because the profit's pretty chill uh marcus only doesn't yell that but he's pretty nice he gets frustrated <laughs> but he's not screaming at people and throwing stuff no. like john taffer is or it's or the hell's kitchen or what he's not yeah, one or of hell's these or kitchen ramsey yeah. yeah yeah he's yeah. not a yeller he's um, just such a genuine guy that's what you get with Marcus. he's a genuine guy mm-hmm. any yeah. episode where he's helping a candy company or an ice cream company he's just he just loves it because he's just like I always wanted to have a candy store growing right. up and since it's so... I was young I've been a candy man <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's got that's his my interviews favorite interviews are so great and like wooden and, incredibly yeah. stiff well, he you does can... the reality show moment where he's describing something that happened as if it was that day but he's not able to do it casually like somebody on Big Brother so it has this stilted quality <laughs> but which he Scott gets, Gardner he gets, has come to love he gets more more and more comfortable on camera. Sure, Over I four say. seasons, you could see him get more and more comfortable, and you yeah. could see them hire a stylist because he goes from a lot of khakis and button ups to like calm Diggerson. He has kind uh, of like a uniform. You, I mm-hmm. feel like I've kind seen him wear uniform. the same yeah. outfit like across seven episodes in a row, where it's like the white button down or white polo, sorry. Mm-hmm. And he's mm-hmm. got these dad jeans and this very like thick belt that's just like holding it up and he's like walking into businesses and giving them you know yeah. a tough time and but they changed the the opening credits at one point where he was just in like a normal suit and more recently he's been in aviators and like a military jacket with, jacket. Yeah, with like a funny. bomber jacket so <laughs> he's like a one-man uh, shark tank yeah he's like a one-man yeah. shark tank and you and actually see the stuff happen which mm-hmm. i suspect yeah. that a lot of those sharks don't ever go to the place how could the they? cameras are on mm. how could they they're all bi- they, they buy many... new businesses every single episode they, yeah seven at an yeah. episode <laughs> right right um, <laughs> good lord which marcus buys a lot but he'll he'll bail on them too yeah, which uh, when you realize bail. there's only seven minutes to go and it's mm-hmm. a bail episode um and you're usually so happy for him because he's yeah. leaving a real hornet's nest I love some it. of them i suspect he had no intention of continuing to stick around mm-hmm. uh, like the one that got uh, very dramatic with where it was a marshmallow company that shared space <laughs> with a garlic and, and spice company so like all of the one. marshmallows started smelling like garlic <laughs> what yeah. a stupid manufacturing but then problem that, uh, there's a lot more uh, con artists on the profit than yeah. more rescue and stuff like there's a lot uh, to bring to connect it back to the theme parks there is a popcorn episode about a company called Planet Popcorn uh, oh, I they, still haven't done that one. They have a contract, and I don't know if it's still there, but they were they had a stand in downtown Disney, and then they would sell at carnivals oh, and stuff. Yeah, and and the there is like 
hundreds of thousands of dollars they re- they bring in a forensic accountant and realize there's hundreds of thousands of dollars missing from the books and like looking around the office there's just like loose stacks of cash and stuff and like there's the person is clearly trying to pull a fast one on him because yeah. like they go to like a couple storefronts and he's like I think this would be a great storefront sell popcorn she's like I don't know it's a little chintzy this is a storefront I picked out and he's like this area has no foot traffic and she goes and this is where I tell you I didn't mean this isn't for popcorn I want this to be a crepery and he's like we're back on the crepes thing like this is a, a thing in the whole episode where it's a popcorn company that also and the woman also wants to sell crepes and he's like okay we're not doing crepes because it's not making any money and she's just like but what if we kept selling crepes and it's it takes place in orange county too uh, in california we just, so we have to do that side do you, podcast we'll do it we'll yeah. happily yeah. do the do you cast. Like, jason do you like the show because it sounds like all he does is rescue businesses that have treats uh, I mean, there's a heavy treat presence, and I do like it. But well, and the treat clothes. ones tend to be the best ones. And do yeah. I just think that because it's fun to look at treats? Yeah, uh, I don't absolutely. know. Also, Ferrell's was a lot of fun, and Sweet Pete's was a lot of Sweet yeah. Pete, what a about- recurring character now in many episodes mm-hmm. of fan one of the favorite great success stories. Um, yeah. <laughs> what about the one where it's it was that 11 year old kid making cookies? That oh, was yeah. like um, legitimately moving, Mr. Oh. Corey's cookies. Oh, Mr. Corey. Yeah. yeah, Jason oh. was moved by an episode about cookies. <laughs> surprise, surprise, surprise! <laughs> about a little boy achieving his cookie dreams. <laughs> the only way Jason can show emotion. <laughs> um, uh, anyway, I think the, the the point is that Mark Marcus Lemonis would have some things to say about Planet Hollywood. He would. <laughs> Six restaurants, none of them look the same. <laughs> is it a hotel chain or is it a restaurant? Or do you sell board games? Because there was a, a Planet Hollywood uh, board game, which looks like the little globe. Oh, um, that's, really? That's actually pretty cool. I kind of oh, like oh, it. I have that. Really? <laughs> what? Yeah, I have oh. that. Did this come up in an episode Never. before? I okay. didn't realize that's what it was, but I do have that game back in uh, Illinois. That splits apart. Yep. You take off There's the cards top. in it, right? Yes. Yep. And the cards have like, mm-hmm. name as many Bruce Willis yes. movies as you can. Yes, uh-huh. I have that game. Or I did. It's only about the actors that invested in Planet Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Yeah, yeah. Name as many Cindy Crawford movies as you can. Amazing. Uh, fair, fair game. game. Uh, 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 <laughs> Ding, time's up. (laughs) Um, Yeah, uh, uh, it's a confusing brand at this point. I'm mainly confused as to how it's still around and how Mm -hmm. is it, yes, the first thing that you see as you walk into the... By the way, what was your... Okay, so uh, to say the lay of the land of of, uh, Disneyland Paris, um, there are the the two parks, which are kind of side by side next door to each other, Disneyland and uh, uh, Disney Studios Paris. There's a beautiful uh, hotel in front of yes legitimately yeah. that disneyland yeah. hotel which is like kind one of, like of the most lavish the park. Yeah, yeah it's essentially it, it replaces the disneyland train station mm-hmm. there in the magic kingdom type park and then uh there's a bunch of other hotels but connecting the hotels to the two parks is this little shopping district that's like their city walk or like their downtown disney only incredibly worse yeah. uh much 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 less charming uh um but how did you uh, were you staying on site or did you come in from f- no, Paris? we were because of the last minuteness of the trip in general so many hotels were sold out in that area because also we were like days away from parisian spring break so oh, that mm. played a factor oh, wow. in it too. Okay. We were like, oh shit, what are we going to do? So we actually stayed in um, 
I want to say Val de Europe. Um, right. <laughs> that's a, the best French accent I can do. Um, but it was like about, it was just down, there was like one main road that takes you to Disneyland Paris and it was just like the shopping area that was um, down that road and there's all these hotels and the hotel was actually pretty nice and had a shuttle, whatever. Okay. Um, but I would have loved to have stayed. There's one, um, I want to say it's like a Santa Fe Springs hotel yeah, that's right, kind of like right. Cars Land Santa Fe. Yeah, I think yeah. Peppered the Cars characters around I thought there. that looked really cool. There's a yeah. lot of really cool resorts in that area. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Yeah, yeah. And I, I wandered around those those hotels, although some of those also kind of suffer from the, mm-hmm. the chintziness. There's the, the Hotel New York, which is yes. uh, soon getting replaced by, it's it's going to be called, it's going to be a Marvel mm-hmm. hotel. Oh, cool. Um, like an w- art gallery Marvel hotel. Yeah, the confusing name, Disney's Hotel New York, the art of Marvel. <laughs> One of these oh, no. Guardians of the Galaxy mission breakout type, not catchy, not roll off the right. tongue, mm-hmm. too many uh, qualifiers and uh, parts to the name. Mm-hmm. Um, they're just going to call it the Marvel Hotel. Yeah, um, but it's like art of Marvel. So it's like, don't expect to meet any of the characters, but expect to see pictures of them. Is that well, sort of what it's about? Like, we're not going to go like all the way. I don't know, actually. Like a quote unquote Maybe. New York art gallery is like uh-huh. part of the pitch because it's uh, wh- like, look, why? it's a framed print of Iron Man. Mm-hmm. Why? Why uh, would that be a hotel, though? This is a very tortured. Well, I will say that, um, like, the Marvel presence is already felt within, especially the Disney Studios park now. Oh, okay. And so, like, a new thing that I didn't quite anticipate, but of course should have considered is that they would have Marvel characters kind of walking around. Oh, yeah. As well as the, because that's what they have now. And they're putting a bunch of attractions, Mm -hmm. too. Yeah, so there's one corner around what you dubbed Aerosmith Alley, right by the Aerosmith (laughs) Rock and Roller Coaster, Uh uh, which is great, and I I really want to talk about it. But there's a corner where it was um, just a big sign that said, Rendezvous with Uh uh (laughs) Spider-Man. So there's Spider-Man just standing, waiting for your photos. There's a sign. For a rendezvous. 
There's a sign that I saw that was like whatever, it, it, some modification of rendezvous, like rendezvous lay or something. Mm-hmm. And then the English translation of it was meet him. <laughs> and a photo of him, of, of him uh, throw, throwing a web at your face. The, I just thought that, what a bizarre phrase. It was, yeah, it was the <laughs> English translation, the American English translation, at least of rendezvous with Spider-Man to me screams, you and Spider-Man had this all right, we're going to meet here. <laughs> like you planned it ahead of time. It's like, yeah. oh, yes, I have to rendezvous with Spider-Man. It sounds romantic to it me. It does yeah. sound romantic. Yeah. yeah, I'm expecting him to be hanging upside down, going to pull the mask down. He's going to give me a little kiss. Yeah. yeah. Wouldn't that be nice? That would be, be nice. nice. That tracks for the whole Frenchness of it. <laughs> yeah. A swarthy uh, Euro Spider-Man hanging upside down all day, <laughs> ready to kiss anyone who comes into his alley. Uh, now, now, speaking of the Frenchness of it, okay, so Mike and I have not been to Disney. Paris mm-hmm. and, but I I did you know I looked up a lot of pictures and I went back and listened to part of one of the season pass podcast Tony Baxter interviews specifically they were talking about Disneyland Paris stuff and it seemed like they made a real effort to not be seen as like cultural invaders when designing the Disney yeah. parks like to not just be like Americans storming the beaches of Europe of Normandy once again uh, to, to be grace uh, you try to be as graceful as you consider French tastes and interests right. and a lot of the park I think like from pictures and what I've read about it seems to reflect that Disney Village less so yes except and this is the leap I'm going to make the, 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 uh, uh, they're one of the hotels they didn't build uh, was a Vegas hotel designed by uh, an American architect named Robert Venturi. And they this never got built because they needed the money and uh, uh, they used it to build the hotel at the park entrance instead. Okay. And Tony Baxter tells a story about he had to be the one to tell Robert Venturi and piss off Robert Venturi, which Michael Eisner thought was hilarious and put in his book. Um, <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> but what, what they, a great guy. Yeah. But what Break he the news. said. Hey, have fun. I'm so glad he tucked in America every Saturday night and <laughs> yeah. was all of our uncles for a brief period sure, of time. Yeah. Hey, people can take multitudes, right? Yeah. America's um, absent uncle. Um, yeah. I don't really know anything about him. Um, <laughs> he seems okay, I guess. But what they said, he said in this interview, was that the French love like the exuberance of Vegas, like the neon. They love the the kind of gaudiness of Vegas, and that is the the benefit of the doubt I'm going to give them in designing Disney Village, formerly Festival Disney. Okay. I see that. I see that connection. Uh, sure, garishness. Still a that, leap. Well, and there is a lot of I think. Um, what disappointed me oh by the way my my big thesis about this area and why it has continued to fascinate me since uh, being there is that I think it's the only large stretch of property on Disney property that I felt had no Disney magic whatsoever. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) It has none of what the charm you come to expect and just the basic and now why is there magic at the Disney Springs with the Bongo's oh. Club and the oh, Virgin is Mega there magic Store. There, but there is. I love it. It absolutely. I'm not yes. being, I said no, it funny, but I meant it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, yeah. You still kind of, 
even though it's just chain stores and stuff, there's still there's little things here and there and a quality right. upkeep that makes it feel Disney. Yeah, this zone is just like this weird Euro it, trash Wikipedia mall. Wikipedia calls this a festival of 90s contemporary American entertainment, which and boy, is, is it. Uh, <laughs> quite a sentence. 90s yeah. as fuck. This was the first time that I truly experienced that lack of Disney magic and also like the lack of attention to detail and the pageantry that I, I really love and appreciate from Disneyland stuff yeah. like why I defend it like the argument that I make to people that are detractors of Disneyland and like all the parks yeah. just like no no you don't get it like that they're trying so hard they're, they want to do <laughs> listen I know them they're they're not like that no it's like they're just trying to make a good thing happen and and you see that in you know all of the parks except for this and you yeah. know I had heard the joke of course for years and you see it on the Simpsons too with Itchy and Scratchy Land that like nobody cares about Euro Disney that like nobody goes to Euro Disney the Parisians have kind of yeah. rejected it the, the phrase cultural Chernobyl yes loomed yeah. large in a lot of press and, and like helped really hurt I mean there was a, up until like 1995 or so I think there was a real question about is this place even going to survive or right. will they just kill it all together yeah and, and so I had heard all of that but still like was like no I mean it's a Disney park how bad could it be and, and the Disney parks themselves in Disney Paris are not technically bad but this Disney village is like the first thing you see that welcomes you yeah. <laughs> kind of sets the tone for it being the redheaded stepchild yeah, yeah. Do, you, and, do you get dropped off in an area where like the plant there's yeah. the planet Hollywood it's and, just right there there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the first thing you can't there. avoid it. Stucco in the in uh, in the Florida Project, the excellent film. The, uh, there's like a they they really capture something about the the sadness of the weird area surrounding Disney World and how it's all very low rent, but it all looks like a big orange or a big ice cream cone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's how the the Planet Hollywood feels like a yeah. sad place where you'd watch an oddly hopeful but still melancholy scene between. <laughs> the poor Florida Project yes. children except they present that as like the the, the grand ultimate, entrance yeah, to the whole absolutely yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> also the uh, um, the uh, train station which is how I arrived right it is not a magical uh, uh, Parisian or Disney style train station it's just some train station mm-hmm. and it's real like dirty and cruddy and there's street peddlers out there with weird like <laughs> glowing toys that they're like weird little uh, uh you know neon helicopters or something that they're shooting up into the air it's the same kind of crap that you have to get you have to go through many many blocks of this to get to the eiffel tower or uh, anywhere else you know super touristy in uh, in paris and i was so surprised like on disney property there's just this kind of like times square i know bullshit. it feels like there's such a strange lack of joy and a judgment for you having joy and anticipation for that experience. <laughs> like I remember being in the shuttle from our hotel uh, going to Disneyland and like striking up a conversation with another uh, dad that was like on, on their way. And, and I think they may have been French. I'm not sure. But we mentioned like, oh yeah, well we're from California and you know, we're so excited. We've never been to Disney Paris before and just getting such judgment from that dad for 
wanting to visit Disney Paris. A, when we had Disneyland proper uh, at our hometown, mm. and also, <laughs> right, yeah, and also just why we were two childless adults there in the first place. Sure. And the judgment didn't stop there. I got judged left and right all day, every day. The most French moment I experienced was waiting in line to buy like a cute little ratatouille doll for my sister with like a little um, chef's hat and like an Eiffel Tower thing. And this French guy behind me telling me my choice was shit and that I needed to go to the regular ratatouille area of the park to get the real dolls. You have to get the real ratatouille, not the shit ratatouille. No, you gotta, yeah. Was it... Let, was there were there better ratatouille dolls though somewhere there were that looked more like it but i liked the cuteness right. of this more cartoonish looking uh-huh. one and i made the case i was like wow. no this is the one that i want and they were like you got to what are you doing wow yeah. this is not photorealistic <laughs> exactly that's, that's not ratatouille perfection Brad bird would be upset with you. <laughs> that's not on model that's like when when we wait in line we go up to people buying like the disneyland 2018 shirts and we're like go that's buy a, an attraction yeah. specific t-shirt I guess that buy an original something. Do something a little bit more nuanced that can you know be presented in real life and not the family's never gonna wear all this matching ones. They're gonna wear it all (laughs) once together, and then everyone's gonna wear it as pajamas. You're doing the Lord's work. (laughs) The thick Hanes beefy tee with the screen print that's like two pounds. Weighs two pounds. It's so thick. Please make it look a little soft and make it soft and a little beat up. Yes, make the shirt soft. (laughs) Uh, We have a lot of demands about merch. Mm -hmm. Um, Well. My my question then, I wonder if you had a similar uh, uh, feeling to me on this, is that um, in Paris proper, where we spent like four or five nights, I did not encounter such rudeness. I didn't get that stereotypical, the French are jerks, but I did in the Disney Paris area. Yeah, yeah, I did a little bit more in Disney Paris. However, I... I didn't experience rudeness Mm. in Paris proper, but I did have my birthday and our one-year marriage anniversary over the course of that trip. And on either day, no one gave a shit. (laughs) I tried to get little like restaurant treats or something. Yeah, well, we went on a, we stayed in Montmartre, um, which is where Amelie, the movie is based it just oh, so happened and um that's oh, where so we you stayed. saw the the, it, the uh, cafe the cafe and, is real mm-hmm. okay oh fun yeah and and our hotel was like right around by the moulin rouge so we were you know hanging around that area but i went on a walking tour uh on the day of my birthday and i remember turning to the tour guide and being like it's my birthday today so um <laughs> you know uh just curious like what would you suggest i do today you know thinking that there was some sort of special treat the way we have in america like free grand slam whatever <laughs> and all he said was uh i don't know uh, go eat a nice meal uh, <laughs> i don't know what you do in so, your free time <laughs> it's uh, the anniversary of you being brought into this painful hell we yeah. call the world congratulations you are so. one more year to dying good for you <laughs> i wish i could die glorious my, end my yeah. dirty cousin said you bought a shit ratatouille <laughs> That's a fuck. <laughs> fuck you. We're on to you. Um, yeah. And then on our anniversary, like we ducked into this little wine shop and we're buying this bottle of wine. And as we were, um, you know, paying for it, I turned to the woman and was like, um, it's our marriage. It's our anniversary today. And, uh, you know, that's why we're buying this bottle of wine. We're going to go celebrate. And she just like looked at us and was like, okay, uh, card. wow okay all right so that's that's what that is but you know whatever it's it's bastille day and that's it 
Yeah, that's and all And then they, they get. take off for all of August. That's yeah. what I know for France. And oh, they really? Gerard Depardieu's birthday. And they just, uh, <laughs> all of Europe checks out for all of August. Was, yeah. there, was there an employee at any part of the resort that was like, you know, maybe embodied the spirit of Disneyland or Disney World where it's like the idea of those employees are they're supposed to be like, hello, great to see you. Right. Like, so they're, they're going to make you feel so uh, welcome and everything. Was there anyone in the whole resort that was like that? I'm going to say no, um, but I, but the, but also, so off of that, we kind of got not quite the opposite experience, but um, when we went to Tower of Terror, uh, the Tower of Terror that they have is pretty identical to the one that they had in California uh, up until recently, since it's been uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. And there was, uh, we were waiting in line in um, the lobby part. And you know how, like, they have the two waiting areas for the loading zones, whatever? Of course. I'm, like, right by... Of course. <laughs> I'm right by that banister from one of the loading areas. And all of a sudden, one of the employees in, like, the bellhop uniform, like darts into my face and goes and startles me (laughs) and i scream fuck full volume (laughs) in the whole area and he recoiled and went mademoiselle such language but i don't like it when people startle me and i saw him do that to three other women and i was just like fuming and you can't go to the manager and complain at disneyland paris you it's can't hard. do that. It would be but hard, right? That shit would never fly in California, I don't think. Well, yeah, it would. Uh, the scare has to be a much Disney here would be a much gentler scare. Yeah, like like yeah. when the door opens on Tower of Terror, people would go, "Oh!" Like, but you're right. far from the person. You're far and you're he in a seatbelt. In my business. Yeah, that yeah. wouldn't be. That's like a Halloween horror night. It uh, was type of a situation. Which you just avoid those things, or you don't go in the maze if you don't right. want the right. characters bugging you. Yeah, yeah, Disney would was, never get near space like that out yeah. here. Yeah, he was taking his job very seriously. Boy, mm-hmm. it's rough and tumble out there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, wow. Well, uh, but in Disneyville, I Julia, the more mm-hmm. the more and more I read about Disney Village, I was glad you were the guest because everything I would stumble upon something and a Simpsons joke would come into my like this. Great, looks <laughs> so so many of these places look like. Uh, Uncle Moe's family yes. tea bag. Where <laughs> America ta- is America Town, where they eat in Japan, where every table yes. is a different state. That's, yeah. It's pretty much America Town. It is very much America Town. Yeah, like, they have. Um, so there's a lot of like weird Chicago fixation. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Not uh, only in Disney Paris, but like in Paris proper. Got I would come across like some anything that was like this weird Anglophile Americanized sort of thing, and be like Chicago Meat Diner. Yeah, got to make sure to post this. Picture picture of uh, the steakhouse which says Chicago Beef Warehouse <laughs> and then has another sign that says Chicago which looks very Chicago. similar very similar to the Portillo's restaurant in Buena Park yes it does uh, which yeah. has a very Portillo's is uh, a restaurant that's mostly in the Midwest um, from where I grew up and it's beef it's hot dogs and they have one in Buena Park which is right by the parks and right by Knott's uh, and it's got a like a prohibition theme <laughs> I oh, see. How fun. And yeah, it's like there's like mannequins of gangsters up. <laughs> like if you look up <laughs> and it's like very similar in aesthetics. So there is like a 
like a romanticization of yeah. of like these like old Chicago gangsters for whatever reason. You're, yeah. p- you're pretending you're in a world where hot dogs have been outlawed and only in raucous <laughs> underground uh-huh. party settings uh, can everyone Ooh, unleash we're their bad with our appetizers. Is <laughs> the general tone there? What's yeah. fun about it if I can just eat it and there's exactly. no rules yeah. stopping me? Mm-hmm. Um, um, that Chicago said, Beef Warehouse, it, and that's that's <laughs> on the outside of the building too. But I don't think it's the yeah. name of the it's restaurant. It's called the Steakhouse. It's just called the Steakhouse. Yeah. Um, but there but there the was like a font is bevy. so big. <laughs> There's a bevy of like America Town ass. Oh, like, you're this looking place at the is one closed, I saw. Yeah. Uh, but rock and roll America. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, uh, rock and roll America. Fun. I found that they also do these festivals. I don't know if I'm getting too off track here. There's also, have you read the bread about the festivals they do? Not really. Yeah, Disney Village? Yeah, there's different no. music festivals and they'll have like a, like a Brazilian music festival and they do have rock and roll festival oh. and they have a bunch of like, it's all rock. With When they say rock and roll, they mean 50s rock and roll. Amazing. So they just drive like old cars out and they put old cars out and like have a little sign that says what kind of car they are and then they just have a couple different like 50s tribute bands like <laughs> Tebow know. and the Beboppers or Miss Marianne Ragtime and the Ragtime Wranglers. Amazing. <laughs> or the Rockin' Lilies. Again, this is so much <laughs> like the, the American waiter's shirt that says UCLA Yankee Cola. <laughs> well, and I was going to say on the floor of the New York Hotel... There's a there's a part I have a photo of my wife Erin on a on a giant uh, Yankees logo. Oh yeah. Um it, it, and and that <laughs> the entire New York thing is kind of like that just like sort of like a level of art design that's like if a high, if a high school play a good healthy high school play budget was portraying Manhattan. <laughs> right, um, right. Does and, that carry over to a restaurant called New York Style Sandwiches? Yes. <laughs> oh boy. A, this may be the I mean I We'd have to debate, and I did not go to all the restaurants, but mm-hmm. if I had to guess which one of the many uh, Disney Village restaurants is the worst, I think this oh, New right. York-style sandwiches I, might be in the running. I got to read the description. I'm not going to do this for any others, uh, but this one. Drop into this deli straight out of the streets of Manhattan for some hot and cold sandwiches <laughs> and refreshing salads. Choose from pasta, hot dogs, fish and chips, pizzas, a salad bar, and sandwiches to eat on the go or seated inside whilst admiring the Broadway souvenirs that line the mirrored, covered walls of this New York sandwich bar. Now, I don't know how many New York delis you guys have been to, but pasta and fish and chips are not the first thing that come to mind for me. Why is sandwiches at the end of the list? Yeah. The restaurant called Sandwiches. Also, then I I looked up, like, I looked at the menu of it, and the first sample item they show you for New York style sandwiches is the Frenchiest baguette. Uh, uh, is it is it ham bone? How do you say ham? And uh, not that anyone would know. Uh, uh, Your guess is as good as mine. Ham bone. That uh, you know, spelled with a J. J M B O N. Jambon. Butchering this. That's I took high school French. Okay. Jambon. Did you retain any names of foods or treats? Uh, Orangina. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, very that's, nice. That's about it. <laughs> um, but yeah, oh, oh, the- oh croque monsieur, ah, which is yes. like uh, cheese and cheese and, ham. and then there's that's croque like madame. Cheese. One that's is right. ham and one is mm-hmm. tomatoes. Yeah, I know my treats. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> now this is the thing. I would like to, if there was a lot of French specific, if it was a Disney version of French food all over this resort. 
that'd be something, but it's all this odd fake America food that satisfies seemingly neither the French or the other Europeans who go there regularly or me, an American. It's like they found a middle that no one likes. Yeah, well, they... I found also, I mean, outside of Disney um, Paris, there's an affinity for burgers that's happening over there where they, okay. yeah. they're they really loving, like, we've we've mastered it in a different kind of way. I'm going to do a f- shitty French accent for the rest of this episode. <laughs> um, but there's a lot of burgers there. But I did find that there were, like, a couple items that would pop up that seemed a little Frenchy there. Like, they, I think they had a croque monsieur, which just looked, like, the way they did it, I've never seen it this way, where it was, it looked like a grilled cheese that was in inverted like a sandwich Ugh. that had like melted cheese on oh, top I think and then, like ham in the middle one of the ways is prepared yeah. usually but so that would be at like the um sit down not sit down but the grab and go restaurants there was an article recently i read where hamburgers have now outsold uh ham baguettes French. Hell yeah, These colors don't run. Yeah. What are, what, but it was something. What it was publication something, are you reading? I think it was Condé Nast Traveler. I get, oh. I get the only Condé Nast Traveler emails. All right. Uh, it alternates between the bougiest thing I've ever seen and like, oh, that looks like a very interesting place. You, I um, think you just have a Google News alert for ham. ham. <laughs> <laughs> you know, My inbox is hell. <laughs> it was something of like, yeah, it, but, the, but the number where like oh it was 2.4 billion sold as opposed mm-hmm. to 2.2 billion right right like, even still we're number one was, that's all i gotta say yeah hamburgers had topped it what for is, the first time do you know like the top selling like sandwich in america uh no but i know mcdonald the country uh after america uh, mcdonald's the is like most popular in france that makes the sense. next country is, sure. is mm-hmm. france yeah oh interesting uh, quite a few. The most popular sandwich in America, I believe, I learned in elementary school, our our national food is like a hamburger, fries, and a soft drink. Mm-hmm. You learned in elementary. <laughs> s- yeah, sort of weird, sincere. Yeah, I think you've retained from elementary. Like oddly, like little uh, oddly enough facts. Was that the day would... that the McDonald rep came into the <laughs> classroom and explained that to you? He would be yeah. wise too. <laughs> he took over for the rest of the year. <laughs> <laughs> and in fact, you're not a real American unless you eat a hamburger every day. Yeah, the school so became kids. hamburger elementary. <laughs> I do remember having a health teacher in high school. Um, try to make the claim that like the most balanced meal was a double double cheeseburger from in and out <laughs> because it had all the food groups oh, um, the, it had the bread food group it had the meat food group uh-huh <laughs> that got that vegetable with that oh, tomato yeah. the dressing she food. wasn't the healthiest person i want to say <laughs> always reassuring yeah i like the vegetable was just like a piece of iceberg lettuce mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which Counts. is no nutritional value nothing yeah, yeah nothing there's a lot of a lot of the food around this area seems to be of that ilk the kind mm-hmm. of like crinkly where is this what what drawer has this been in kind mm-hmm. of lettuce and yeah. then some horrible uh, uh, Dijon kind, some crazy heavy sauce squirted on. Way mm-hmm. too much of it, ruining the consistency of the bread. I found. Yeah. I just saw. I I ate disgusting food, and I saw a lot of disgusting food around did, me. Did either of you eat at the Disney Village? 
What did you do? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> because we were talking about it. You warned me, Scott, before I went there mm-hmm. um, that it was garbage and yeah. to plan accordingly. So we kind of avoided it. But we did, like, we ducked into all the restaurants just to see oh, what great. it was. <laughs> so we um, peeked our head into Planet Hollywood, and I got a sweet photo with a weird statue of Sylvester Stallone, and that was great. Okay. okay. Super packed. We couldn't even really walk into the restaurant proper. So wow. we just kind of, like, you know, peeked around. Hmm. And off the side of Planet Hollywood is probably the worst mural I've ever seen, um, Mm -hmm. where it's like different stars of the day when you would imagine like in the 90s when Planet Hollywood first debuted at Disney Village. And then since they've added... Uh, more recent stars as an afterthought. So maybe there's like a Nick Jonas wedged in there and there's yes. like other... The Twilight kind of, game. Yes. But yeah. they're all much smaller than the original celebrities and they don't sell it as if they're on different parts of a of a plane. Yeah. It just seems like here's a hulking Stallone and then here's a very tiny anemic set of Jonas Brothers. Yeah, it's really bizarre. Yeah, and, and there's like giant blank spaces. It's not a space that's all well, celebrity cutouts, just... Just like, you know, you feel like many feet, 20 feet go by Mm -hmm. and then there's Gina Davis and then, uh, I don't know, Nick Cannon jammed next to him or something. That was where the uh, Kevin Spacey was painted and they haven't painted the Christopher Plummer there. (laughs) Good catch. Good catch, Jason. There were 10 different Spacey characters. They They love Spacey in France. But then also even more bizarre is like a design point. They have, you know, the Grommens type like handprints, but they have it like blasted on the side of the building. Yes, kind of diagonal crisscrossy. That's pretty... That's pretty standard Planet Hollywood design. Oh, is it? From I'm what not I can super tell. familiar. That's uh, uh, that's the, that's the way they uh, uh, you know they they throw them up on the wall. Also, like Uncle Moe's feed bag style. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, Street signs and doors. Wall. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. An alligator with sunglasses. <laughs> oh, now I've seen everything. Oh, that's my favorite Marge. The I just, love Marge. Uh, uh, suburban, easily impressed, uh, uh, <laughs> flat life. Um, but the yeah, so there's all of those handprints, and they all have little gold, uh, uh, not quite plaques because they're much cheaper, and the little gold labels saying who the stars right. are. But like some of them have just been yanked out. Like Jimmy Stewart is gone, and it feels not. See you in hell, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like it, lay it's... hell. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, you are fluent. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you do know some words. Oh, our French listeners are gonna be pissed <laughs> yeah. so get yourself a ham bone make sure you go yeah, to the ham, bone, a ham store. bone well you could probably get a ham bone at buffalo bill's wild west show with mickey and friends all right yeah a oh yeah faithful recreation of the actual buffalo bill's wild west show which was a thing in the 1800s or 1900s that was uh, yeah that probably was a like a traveling circus big mm. old animal abusing mess animal I would imagine. abusing <laughs> and probably some uh, not exactly tasteful full things with Native Americans uh, uh, and guess. then <laughs> there was something re- where uh, I was reading something and it said as of 2009 or whatever year the show now stars Mickey and Friends <laughs> like, <laughs> like so Buffalo well, Bill and Company are still there but like Have Mickey you, and Friends play a much bigger role did you watch any of this no did you oh is there a I didn't bit. even know I, look bored for what I, I saw. watched almost the whole thing today okay oh, wow Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. 
and they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. So, it's a dinner theater show. It's a we dinner should theater say that. Show. It's so a dinner look, theater show already kind of odd for Disney. Mm-hmm. So what happens is it is not unlike the Pirates Dinner Adventure or Medieval Times. There's an area where you go in and there's like a pre-show and there's like some some like Goofy's on stage with some like country music singers and they have a thing where they do they say un deux trois which is of course one two three in France uh, French uh, and then they go un deux trois yeehaw <laughs> and that's the thing they do <laughs> and then they're like all right you're ready and like Pirates of Adventure or Medieval Times everybody gets a different color and goes and sits in a different section. Mm-hmm. So you have a yellow, like a... Co- it's a great cow- device. It is a perfect, yeah. It, obviously, they're using it because it works. Uh, they but have tearing like a- us apart from our fellow man with arbitrary labels, it really lets you know that uh, in conflicts, you know, the sides are arbitrary. Yes, of course. <laughs> Why can't yellow and blue get along? We were the same 10 minutes ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It really... But it now really, you're hungry for blood. Yeah. <laughs> I hate Like blue. in the Wild West. <laughs> go to hell, blue. Uh, <laughs> so then they go in an arena that looks exactly like medieval times. It's that big. Mm-hmm. It has the same like section kind of thing. And the show is strikingly the same as like not the same to me, but it, like there's a lot of filler. There's a lot of like horses just going around around for like just like hey let's kill five minutes by looking at the horses uh, like oh yeah just like medieval times with that weird horse part there's a whole like with medieval times and we're again making nick weiger very upset because he loves all the pageantry of the horses and the bird (laughs) flying around and that's legit um but there's a lot of filler in the medieval times show all you really want is is them to joust and then to swing an axe at each other that's what we're at medieval times for but that's only five minutes of the show really five to ten minutes of the show Mm -hmm. so that's not quite like this here but you want just pure blood and gore for uh, yes mm-hmm. 90 straight minutes that's what i want you want teeth knocking out and eyeballs dislodged and sparks. <laughs> uh shield uh, uh, axe on shield sparks that's hey, what i want that I think would that's be cool fun. does anywhere simulate that somehow well, medieval times does there's there sparks, are sparks. Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. It's been a minute since I've been there. Yeah, come on, Scott, you but, gotta go. But none of <laughs> I that conflict at the Mickey and Friends one. Well, they're not the same. Not <laughs> quite the same conflict. I'll be honest. The story a little hard to follow. Uh, here. <laughs> is it in French? Yeah. It, well, kind of. Some of it is. Some of it isn't. The Disney characters all speak English. Uh huh. But the Disney characters are clearly like kind of just shoehorned into the show. <laughs> oh gosh. Manifest destiny. <laughs> <laughs> they're really, yeah, they're really just like kind of, they show up and then they say hello and they just like talk. Like they talk a little bit. There's a kind of a, I don't know if this is a through line, but Minnie is like very sure Mickey's about to propose to her <laughs> and then he doesn't. Oh no. <laughs> That's a whole part of the story. It's a very Muppety plot. I feel yeah. like there's a lot yeah. of yeah. Uh, Miss Piggy waiting for Kermit. Like Mickey goes, he, Mickey's like, "There's always something. There's there's something I've always wanted to say." And then Minnie's like, "Oh," and she's like getting ready, like for him to say it. And then Mickey goes, "We're burning daylight, fellas." 
Mickey, uh, Mickey speaks in flowery language like Al Swearingen from Dallas. Oh, the rain of hell's that about was, to come that upon was a, you, cocksucker. Like, they start shooting at Buffalo Bill. And <laughs> that was a perfect comedy misdirect, though. Yes, I don't it understand. was. Also, it doesn't really, like, to be fair to Mickey, like, there's really, Mickey didn't get down on one knee for this. He didn't really, mm-hmm. she's reading into this. I mean, obviously, maybe it's a problem in the relationship, but I mean, he wasn't saying, like, Minnie, I want to tell you something I've always wanted. Like, he didn't say it to her. He's not From addressing the her. The moment we first laid eyes <laughs> For 85 years. What this va- this vaguely reminds me of two things. Uh, obviously, Dixie Stampede, which you guys have talked about mm-hmm. on the podcast before. Uh-huh. Um, and I'm not sure if I mentioned it to any of you guys before, but I, I did a whole stand-up tour where it was called I Just Really Wanted to Go to Dollywood. Oh, and really? I did. Um, oh. So I, I, did a, I planned a whole stand-up tour where, that culminated with me going to Dollywood alone um and it was just as amazing (laughs) as you would ever uh hope it would be um but then it also vaguely reminds me of um i don't know if you guys have read much about the sanrio theme park in tokyo no uh well a tiny bit i'm hoping to go there uh later in the year and we talked about this place a little bit uh with um, doug jones probably um, yeah well or we talked on twitter a little bit about pure land and the Mm -hmm. presence of Mm -hmm. that egg that lazy egg uh yeah the best sanrio uh, character but they have like there it's a small world ride um you know we don't know japanese so we didn't know quite what was going on but there's apparently a storyline um because it starts where you you're on like the little boat and you're going through the little sanrio world and you go through like the bats maru land and you go through the Kuropi land and whatever and oh, there's boy we kept noticing like throughout the ride that there were these little envelopes that were kind of scattered throughout the lands. We're like, Oh, what do those envelopes say? I wonder. And eventually we realized that they were all spelling out that the ride would culminate in Hello Kitty's wedding. And (laughs) that was the only goal Hello Kitty had in her life. And here we are. And everyone's waiting for Hello Kitty to get married. And then the ride to another Hello cat oh type that's right person. there's a male cat yeah. yeah there's a there's a hello kitty cat but it was oh, okay. just cat. yeah it was I, I very said no bizarre gender qualifier is Kuropi the frog am i right yeah okay. did gudetama the listless egg make it to the no, wedding he did not <laughs> of course not. noticeably absent jason's favorite character in fiction i love i love gudetama's <laughs> the best gudetama's slide into a yeah. tux and like uh, mm. just, uh, i can't deal with this. the weird yeah. egg man there's like a guy wearing a weird pervert suit that looks like an egg too uh, it's the best. Uh, uh, did they? Did you see any of the? I don't know when you were there, but did you see any of the new character who's like a calm office worker who occasionally has nervous rage breakdowns? No, I forget what that was. We were date. there. Oh, what last year? But I don't think that that was present in the park. It was- it's it's new in the last year. So Sanrio introduces like new characters every now and then. Is, like, is in that newsletter that you read, is there a Sanrio part that you're so up on your Sanrio characters? Is that characters? in Condé Nast Traveler? Is that, Traveler? Uh, is that in the Ham Google Alert? No, Where I forget that? who this... I feel like Marissa, past guest Marissa Strickland told me about this. The hmm. The... The office worker character who has rage huh. issues. You're oh. thinking of the show Corporate on Comedy Central. This is oh, a whole other thing. <laughs> this is not a... Uh, it's Matt Ingebretson. He's a real person. Oh, uh, I'm thinking of Matt He's not an anime. <laughs> <laughs> there, we figured it out. Oh, good. I'm glad we solved it. Hello yeah. Kitty's wedding. Yeah, is he... Is, is, so Hello Kitty's with like a, a male equivalent of herself in like a little powder blue tux. Pretty right? much. I think I've from what, yeah, from what I remember. And that's the ride in this place? That's the ride. And then, yeah, we went on it twice. There's a great photo of us that we have on our fridge now of 
they catch you at a weird, really weird time in the ride. So in the photo, we just look really confused and angry. <laughs> and we're also alone in our boat. So that was, it was the perfect photo we had to buy because we're just like looking around like, what is this? This space for 30 people and it's just you two? Mm-hmm. Whoa. It was amazing. Oh, this is great. Yeah, I'm you should I'm very go. excited about yeah. Carol Land. And it's all indoors, right? Which uh-huh. sounds kind of unsettling. Yeah. Yeah. It's really bizarre. It's especially bizarre because uh, they constantly have parades. So there's like this little walkway area. It kind of vaguely reminded me of um, your conversation about the Sid Marty Croft land oh, and the way yeah, that yeah. that seemed to be set up. But they Creepily. have... <laughs> yeah, yes. they have like a really intense um, indoor parade with people like from the ceiling on strings, like, you know, dancing around. And then Hello Kitty is like floating on like a boat waving to people in the sky. Like, it's really intense. Wow. Yeah, you should go. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. Erin's we'll yeah. go. <laughs> going to lose her fucking mind. She's so excited for Pure Lynch. But she was, she's that office character. Yeah. <laughs> suicidal office. Man. Um, the. Uh, Real quick, back to the Wild West. Wild West. Uh, so it's a di- it's a dinner show. Yes. And the YouTube video I watched had like a first person view of when they served you food, mm-hmm. and they serve you like chili. So there's if you want to, I'll, we can post this YouTube video. If you want just a shot of a like a lazy French worker just slapping some chili in a bowl. <laughs> Uh, it's like the most gross looking. Does it come out of a big pitcher like the soup that you uh, liked, Jason, at Pirates Dinner Adventure? <laughs> no, liked, you liked he specifically loved it. That I liked that it was the distribution pictures. method. I thought it was a very clever way to serve soup to it's one so of those, many people. We have um, opinions come up that I end up baffled by. Okay, clever. If you're just admiring, clever, yeah, <laughs> I'm just admiring that. But um, soup and mass out of pitchers. I di- I don't know why you would have an affinity for this. Why uh, this is a a good thing. Uh, uh, before I get uh, roasted too much, uh, like many I'm of not trying to ro- I'm just uh, trying to get uh, in your head. I'm just trying to figure it out I'm, where I'm you can be coming from. This is for the ride. I enjoy your friendship very much. Sure. <laughs> this is, uh, uh, I'm going to probably mispronounce it, Agretsuko. This is the character who is oh. like a little, she is uh, a 25, specifically specify this uh, 25-year-old office worker character. And then when she gets mad, she looks like. Uh-oh. Uh, she looks like this. Oh my <laughs> she god! She looks like a demon. Whoa! Whoa! Hey. So you know, amazing. Sanrio does those little, you know, 20, 30 second cartoons that you can see on on their YouTube I channel and stuff. I'll check it out. And yeah. So she, if the copier doesn't work or if she has to stay late, like then she freaks out. <laughs> I love this so much. Wow. It's a Sanrio god, about mild office it. conflicts. Wow! Just, it's universal. Yeah. You know, the themes yeah. are universal. We've seen it so many different, so many different types of media. So <laughs> now it's time for Sanrio. Do you think Gudetama's her roommate? And I, I, they have an odd I think couple dynamic. Before I think there's been cartoons <laughs> with the both of them before. Hmm. Gudetama is not phased by her. I, I know that <laughs> he would never fa- be. He would if never I know be. my man Gudetama. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? This is reminding me. Universal, uh, you got two Hello Kitty stores now on two different coasts. Get some Gudetama in there. That's the only thing I look for. And, yeah. and, and they not, don't have it's it. It's not. And, <sighs> and easier to find in America. I remember a few years ago, mm-hmm. like, trying to find Gudetama stuff. And it's like, no, maybe if you go to... They got them just Little at the mall. Tokyo. Tokyo. Now, yeah, yeah, now it's at yeah. the mall. Now it's like in the Burbank Mall I could find. Can I tell you the internet alerts I somehow get? I don't know what put, like, oh, what sure. list put yeah. me on this. But around the holidays, I got an alert that said meet Gudetama in person at the Sanrio store in Little Tokyo and I like put it in my calendar 
completely forgot. But oh, I was like, no. I was like, oh fuck, like so excited. Well, at Comic Con, I don't a think he would have been excited ago. to meet you. Unfortunately, that's just his way. I know, but I again, if I know my man Kudatama, I, I, I don't want him to change. Yeah, you yeah know? that's he what you expect out of him. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, I may have told this on the podcast before, but they always have a big Sanrio booth at Comic Con, and a few years ago, there was like meet the creator of Gudetama, meet the artist who designed, <laughs> and she was literally at a fold at a table behind velvet ropes just sitting there wait because you couldn't just walk up a meter you had to spend uh like 40 to 50 dollars on gudetama merchandise and then you could meet her that's an easy task and i guess so uh i was not looking to do that that day because uh, they were also very large the main gudetama oh, yeah. options were very large but she was just sitting there very quietly oh, no. and i was like just kind of wait like hi i wish i could I thought you were going to say that it was pandemonium and that everybody wanted to shake oh, our hands. It should have been. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's get let's get off of these beloved cute characters that mm-hmm. we enjoy and start get back to the yeah. the pit where buffalo are forced to perform bison, <laughs> by in rural bison. France. Uh, <laughs> I do have a review from. I hate to keep going back to this uh, hell hellish show, uh, but there's a review I found. Uh, here, honestly, I have no idea why anyone would give this five stars. The tricks are clearly staged, which, yeah, of course the tricks are staged. Uh, there's <laughs> a whole a thing show. where Annie Oakley like pretends to shoot out lights, and yeah, she's not shooting bullets at lights. So yeah, she that's, should yeah. actually hit that's what the light bulbs wants. and shatter the glass and have it go into your uh, into your chili. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of interactions whilst you're trying to eat your awful dinner, which <laughs> which felt odd. The bison, <laughs> yeah. So there's a little right. flourish there. British review. Uh, the bison stinks, so eat before they come out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that actually is very helpful. Yeah, uh, not suitable for people with allergies. And Amazing. Then, and then there's no story to it. The only good thing was my daughter thinks Minnie waved especially to her. Okay. So there's a happy So at least the daughter ending. liked it, but this yeah. There's also there's a there's a contingent of people on the on these reviews that say, uh, this show's only for kids. And then there's a couple of people that say this show is for adults. <laughs> hmm. So I don't know why my interpretation was uh it's for no one. It's for no one. <laughs> Yeah, but I think you're the right one in this. <laughs> yeah, I, so. I mean it's for me, but it's not for like a normal human. Mm-hmm. Do you, I don't know if you poked around in the zone. I didn't go to the show, but I went into the lobby where the show, uh, where you wait before the show happens. And I have a video of us just. It's only my wife and I in a in a heavily lit fake indoor western town that's covered in. Uh, like warnings about how if you go to the show you might get sand and trail dust in your eyes oh, <laughs> oh fuck i wish we had poked our head and we didn't we just oh walked man past oh, i should have given you that tip to go go into this weird lobby and then and then you know so I've, i have pictures of my wife looking very confused under a sign that says like a say office and then and <laughs> according to our live narration uh, it smelled like horses in this alley mm-hmm. even though we're, there was not a horse in sight but then it and and the uh, the Beverly Hills cop theme is playing very quietly, <laughs> and then right, and then attached to it, it just it is connected to the movie theater lobby. So a couple steps away from Fake Western Town is this very like really garish 1997 mm-hmm. multiplex. Gaumont is the or Garmont, mm-hmm. I think, is, it, is the brand. Is it also by Billy Bob's Country Western Salute? <laughs> 
I'm not sure. I think oddly no. I love no. how delighted you are by all these restaurants. So names. many yeah. of these things would be condescending if they weren't so clumsy. Uh, yeah. Uh, there's Around another, there. Oh, there's one just called Sports Bar. Yeah. yeah. I think that one's next to the New York Sandwich Place. Yeah. Which was next to the weird dilated Donald Duck. That's yeah. that's the row. That's, that's really that it. Really is that's the, row. the heart of this district. Sports bar has a big sign next to it that says snacks. And then I took a picture of a banner that's kind of of the quality of like, um, you know, like announcing speakers who might be coming to your college soon. It's very like, it's very clip arty. And it says 100% sports, free karaoke and DJ entertainment. (laughs) Well, this mistranslated. Some places would be fine with 97% sports. Not the case with us. Not (laughs) sufficient sports. Uh, I mean, this is this is all bringing up so many things that I am so curious about. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, uh, the uh, uh, well, we haven't gotten to the McDonald's yet, but no. uh, on the <laughs> the website for Disney Village, there is Disney Village Web Radio, uh-huh. where you can. It's just a web music station, mm-hmm. but and it it took me a few tries to get it to work. It just kind of opened like a browser window that looked like real player used to, and it was just playing very quiet house music. All of this <laughs> checks so out I to don't me. Want, and then there, but there's a Disney Village web radio spot on the map of like it's a location you can. So I don't know if that's just where the DJ booth is, and the th- like tune in and you'll find a host of hits. Uh, uh, the next best thing to being there. <laughs> Amazing. I don't recall seeing anything that said... Yeah. I mean, I would imagine that description makes it seem like the way uh, Radio Disney used to be a presence in Tomorrowland. Oh, there was that odd little booth Uh at the bottom of where the uh, the rocket jets used to be. Right, yeah. They turned into that awful sculpture. Right next to where it's like the Star Wars zone in Club Buzz. Now, yeah, mm-hmm. if it is still called, oh, they buzz. jammed so many unpleasant things into all these places. I'm I'm gonna try to pull up um, the the radio, but I'm probably gonna fail. But maybe we'll get a nice little blast of house music. Cool. <laughs> um, uh, probably so far failing, so far white screen, and yeah. I don't know how much time I'm willing to invest I, I thought, into this. Uh, I thought maybe it was just like, oh, I'm using an older version of Safari because I have an update. But and then like I think no, Firefox go finally works. Seven like, version. Yeah. Yeah. Did you? Did uh, you try uh, your browser if we open it up on like maybe uh like an old gateway oh, wait i got it oh sorry to interrupt yeah yeah house music yep Hell yeah, it's, dog. Uh, <laughs> it's like we're there that's yeah. perfect the i thought it was gonna be like house. the din of guests walking around like that would have been a little bit more yeah, that would have made sense you know like a yeah. live stream Crying yeah. families, French families coming apart. At the oh, I did see. Uh, I mean, this is a delight. Uh, anytime you go to a theme park, but I did see a, a little girl, full face of um, like fairy face paint, just bawling her eyes out, <laughs> crying, <laughs> screaming, with a mom who is yelling at her very uh, sternly. Uh, also, full face of face paint. Oh wow! Uh, the so mom too. Was, yeah. <laughs> and I think that was 
like within the first five minutes of arrival. (laughs) We had just landed in Paris and like took the magic shuttle they have from the airport directly to the resort. And that was the first thing we saw. And we're like, we're home. I'm going to go ahead and say this is the worst thing to happen in France in a hundred (laughs) years at least. I think you're right. I don't want to correct you. Um, uh, Screaming, crying pixies, having a meltdown. Well, that this is also what I recall about when we poked our heads into the McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Is that like it, it's a two-story McDonald's, which gives you uh, plenty of space for families to mm-hmm. have complete and utter meltdowns. Yes, I felt like every direction I looked, I could just like sense the seeds of divorce being planted uh, um, uh, lay divorce <laughs> thank you so much France's the, the beloved movie France's favorite movie they watch it every day another area though I mean and, and this wasn't just specific to the McDonald's and Disney Village but McDonald's that we found all around um, Paris but another point where they're kind of obsessed with Chicago beef they had like a, a burger that was like the Chicago beef quarter pounder burger hmm. there Wow, um, is that exclusive to France? Exclusive. I was trying to find other things that were specific to that, but that was the one that stood out. Mm. Well, that is another story that uh, our our uh, daddy, Tony Baxter, uh, tells. Uh, <laughs> Whoa, really? <laughs> Wait a minute. Uh, our, <laughs> Wait a minute. Our, father, our, daddy, our spiritual father. Terminology. Um, yeah. uh, uh, <laughs> what did T-Bag say? Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, that they 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 were the French love like the twenty they love like the roaring American roaring twenties and gangsters and stuff and there was concept art for like a twenties themed Main Street USA mm-hmm. and then the Untouchables came out and Michael Eisner came in and was like yeah we can't we can't do because this is the most recent twenties thing and pop it was such a big hit and they're mm-hmm. like we can't have an Al Capone themed Main Street because. Robert New York just beat someone to death with a baseball bat and a kid right. got blown up in that movie at a speakeasy. It's probably wise. I like, yeah. Until that movie, though, of course, people had such... They didn't think gangsters ever did anything bad. No. Yeah, why would you ever... Uh, the, there's no a reason proof. they yeah. call the Daly family the Saints of Chicago, right? Of course. Like, oh, yes. Protectors. We love the they, they all had yeah. a work ethic that was unrivaled, you know? Sure. Continued by the great Rahm Emanuel. Oh, my God. We have <laughs> a history. figure who's done nothing wrong yeah. ever. Great history. Of mayors in Chicago. Now to take a big sip of water and look up Rahm Emanuel last five years. Uh. <laughs> He's been on track, I assume. Well, uh, a theme that they were okay with uh, on the resort was Commedia dell'arte. Commedia dell'arte, which apparently me. this McDonald's professes itself to be themed after the Commedia dell'arte uh, in a <laughs> Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip move. Uh, made the very relatable reference. That's what I Comedia was going to say. Commedia dell'arte was mentioned in the the making of this McDonald's, and then not again until <laughs> Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip. <laughs> no pop culture because acknowledgement. No one gives a <laughs> well, and I don't really know what it is, and I don't know why this is themed to that. If by, I guess because there are tiny old timey feeling statues of Birdie and <laughs> Mayor McCheese and that captain who I cannot retain the name of, the police chief. Um, yeah, the kind of like constable guy. Yeah, what is his yeah. name? The constable um, of McDonald Land. I've thought about Not him so much. Officer McCheese. Officer Big Mac. Is it Officer Big Mac? 
<laughs> I think you just made a character. Officer up. Big Mac. I'm just gonna look up. You know, I'm not gonna look up that. I'm gonna look up Officer Big Mac and see what comes up. Ooh, I don't know. Either you got You're lucky about or... to get a virus. Jason is correct. Yeah. The character's oh. name is Officer Big Mac. Officer Whoa. Big Mac. Wait, spin yeah. it around. We're thinking of the Officer same guy. Officer Big Mac. Oh, oh yes, the guy. Actually, though, I'm thinking. You're of thinking the of more, a different police officer of, like, in the... McDonald Land. I've been of calling that guy Mayor McCheese this whole time. That's not Mayor McCheese. No. Oh, I feel but like he's he look like a mayor? He's got a police officer. I don't know. <laughs> no, he's a ruthless, corrupt cop. <laughs> he's like, he is the bad lieutenant of the McDonald Land. <laughs> it's a legacy of corruption, like the Emanuel family, like uh, like mm-hmm. Ari yes. and Rom. Yeah. Uh, um, Did you ever have this? Sorry, the sidetrack. Uh, this a uh, play place yeah. where you'd get to play in Officer Big Mac's mouth, and it looks mm-hmm. like a jail, and it looks like jail. I think one of my first memories on this earth may be blissing out <laughs> inside uh, Officer Big Mac's mouth. I loved that thing and if I, I could know. buy any giant McDonald's implement that would probably mm-hmm. be That's the thing. That's a good thing. one for like so a backyard. Well, we've all so spent cool. time in Officer Big Mac's mouth. Got it. <laughs> and yet didn't know his name until now. Yeah, I didn't know his name either. We got up close and personal. Kudos to That's- Jason. Wow. The great unifier. You're officer looking, but Scott, you're looking for a different police officer. There's like a more of a there's a sailor kind of guy. Oh, okay. With a big uh, the kind of hat that um, uh, Captain Crunch has the tall oh, yeah. thin hat with the little. Uh, rivets mm. probably guys, not a good yeah. description. You guys talk amongst kind of yourselves hat. while I look this up. Yeah, look um, up the nautical McDonald's guy. Anyway, there's statues of all of those people meant to distract from the pure misery that the families of five are all having, um, but they seem to fail to do so. And mm-hmm. those statues that you, because you've sent us these before, these statues are very tiny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, and when we're used to in McDonald's giant de- depictions of the McDonald's land gang, these are very tiny and easy to miss. What I do got you got? It. I found it. His name is Captain Crook. Hmm. This is him, right? That's not a food word. That is who I'm thinking yeah. of. Yeah. And there is a Captain Crook statue. I love how half-assed wow. all of these characters are oh, in the yeah. McDonald's universe. Mm-hmm. Um, description. Like, well, because they're all, as we covered a little bit with the Crofts, they're all stolen from yeah. the, right, right. the Crofts they, original. It seems like they struck gold with Ronald McDonald. Mm-hmm. They like invested all of their creative energy into that. And then afterward, everything was just an afterthought. It was like first oh, draft yeah. written on a napkin. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Names. Not nearly as, as The Hamburglar out. is good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will defend Mr. His motivation what is clear. With such thought and consideration. <laughs> well, he's one of my fa- he's my favorite character in fiction. What so. did everyone yeah. think about that attractive <laughs> hamburglar a few years ago? Oh yeah, sexy hamburglar. Sexy hamburglar. Oh, yeah. Didn't care for him. <laughs> yeah, that seemed like an odd attempt to reconcile um, like McDonald's needing to be cool and urbane. Right, it, it seems kind of similar to what KFC is doing now with all of the different kernels of like a yeah. way to kind of get back into the spotlight. Mm-hmm. The idea that they got any like feminist uh, w- like wave of publicity off of having Reba be the the first female colonel. If you are giving KFC credit for attitude. this, if you think this is helping the world in any way, <laughs> um, especially because she's uh, frightening, that is the most hideous image. The of story Reba of that commercial too doesn't make sense at all. So it, it kind of alludes to the fact that she's been the colonel this whole time and is in fact wearing a Reba mask, mm-hmm. right? Is oh, that yeah, that's sort of so the, that every time you've seen Reba in the world, right, that she's wearing a wig and is truly the colonel. 
This hmm. is awful plotty for <laughs> right. an ad for a chicken restaurant. The yeah. blowback I saw from it was people going like, well, well, KFC has entered the gender war now. <laughs> More social justice warriors trying to shove their gender fluidity down our throats. Uh, oh, you know what? They're my not wrong. God. They're not wrong. Which again, yeah, they want we again, are talking I'm about it. For it. Uh, so they won. I'm on board. Uh, yeah. um, some other McDonaldland characters, just because I'm here, sure. uh, that we may not be familiar with, the professor do we know the professor this guy with the yeah i what i remember as a kid was seeing these characters in the periphery and feeling like their heyday must have come five years earlier yeah and they are not continuing to, to like fill us in on the mythology of who they are how about cosmac cosmac i have no idea cosmac's a big boy cosmac's a yeah. thick boy <laughs> But this was right He's around the boy, time. Daddy. <laughs> oh, no. This is right around the time that Burger King was also like pushing the Cool Kids Club yeah. down our throats, and there was like this weird need for having this like universe of different characters, yes. Avengers like in in yes. their yeah. storylines. We just want to eat fries. We don't care about that. <laughs> I mean, I liked the idea that you could run into one of the that one of these characters might be making an appearance. Yes, I or, that I was. I'll say I, like I was that. obsessed with the McDonaldland gang. Yeah, and I love the universe uh, as I did the Burger King Kids Club. The Kids yeah. Club would mail you stuff, right? You would oh. sign up, and they would right, mail you right, a magazine right. and Here, puzzles and stuff. Wonderful. The, yeah, it was wonderful. Uh, so <laughs> the last character I'll bring up, in case you didn't know. Oh, I know this one. Of course, we've talked about him before many times. Jason and I alone. Uh, <laughs> this is Grimace's uncle, Uncle O'Grimacy. No. <laughs> <laughs> and he's a Shamrock Shake and man. He is a Shamrock All right, Shake now man. Shamrock I'm back shake on man. board. He's sort Whoa. of the I take back everything equivalent. that I've said. So he's like neighbors with um, Cookie O Puss, the Carvel Cookie. There's Cookie That's Puss, and then they four. don't share that universe. Why do you say that? Because they're, I'm shipping sir, them right now. Similar and well, Cookie fat Puss is the normal Carvel ice cream cake, and then Cookie O Puss is the um, oh, I see what you're St. saying. St. Patrick's. All right, Day I'll let you version. have that. Uh, is it just green or yeah, what it's the green? And he's got and like this, a little hat. This is making this up. No, <laughs> no Cookie <laughs> O Puss is very. He's this real. Is, this is not uh, like a new '90s character either. If you'll see. This is a, sh- a screenshot from an old commercial with Uncle O'Grimacy. So he's been around for great. a long time. He's, he's so part of the I don't think he gets fatter than Grimace. Out. He is double the size of Grimace. <laughs> there are two men in that that suit. Yes, there must there, be. Just there's in one the man and then like five kids surrounding him <laughs> in the belly area. It's like a part of the Nutcracker when that one. <laughs> I'm going to break down the Nutcracker plot for you guys. That one woman lifts her skirt and then five kids come out. You uh-huh, guys know. Yes. I've, I experience sure. culture. Oh, really? Okay. It's Whatever so dance that is, we'll that's what that. Ogrimacy is doing. Uncle Ogrimacy. <laughs> we'll see that in that Disney Nutcracker that's coming out that I have no desire no, to No, you mean no Nutcracker in the Curse of the Four Realms? <laughs> is it a live action? <laughs> it's a live action. It's called, it's not oh, Curse. No. It's like Nutcracker and something of the Four Realms. It's that, it's, well, it, we, there needs to be a name for that area between animated and live action that these Disney movies are. Yeah, the bird uh, movies. Lion King is not it's, live action because it can't be, and Jungle Book is a live action. I believe it's referred to as a tax write-off. <laughs> it is a write-off, and it doesn't do well. Uh, the Nutcracker and the Four Realms is the name of this upcoming Nutcracker film. Who's in the film? Well, why? thank you for asking. Uh, it is starring Mackenzie Foy. Kira Knightley, Helen Mirren, and Morgan Freeman. Okay. Huh. This is why we don't um, 
we're they, we are so much more strongly theme park fans than we are Disney fans. Right. And if we were Disney fans, we would have to care about Nutcracker I'll, and the Curse. I of will the tell you this: Forbidden Realm. I was at D twenty three when they announced a lot of these movies uh, mm-hmm. last year, <laughs> and every, the crowd screaming four realms, four well, realms. <laughs> everything they showed. I mean, whatever it was, um, uh, the Wrinkle in Time, or if it was a clip of uh, Lin Manuel Miranda as uh, in Mary Poppins, people uh, losing. Shit. People losing their <laughs> shit. Uh, uh, this weird Wreck It Ralph 2 scene that I didn't personally care for. People loved it. Uh, then they played the trailer for Nutcracker in the Four Realms, and it was it ate shit in there. <laughs> Amazing! <laughs> and it was not. Oh, cool. <laughs> These are the biggest nerds in this room that will like just red meat, throw them red meat, and they yeah. love it. The Nutcracker in the Four Realms, not that psyched about it as a, a whole audience. So that's kind of like how, like almost, it's almost a guarantee if you go to Comic Con, whatever has the biggest building wrap or poster uh, is going to be a failure. Yes, like, that's uh, true. What was the one a few years ago? Sky Realm or Sky? <laughs> I don't even remember. Something. I hadn't heard of it until um, the billboards. Valerian were like, and the Four and the oh, City yeah. uh, and plan, the Four Realms and the Four Realms. <laughs> I think these like the clunkier title though, because that's a yeah. pretty clunky title. Yes, I mean that. If you can't recall too, it offhand, then you're not going to Anything see it. where it's like, beloved European comic, it's like, oh, Americans don't care. Americans, yeah. if that was the case, Asterix and Obelisk would be all over America. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, we Rex's haven't even girlfriend in, in France would be here by now. Yeah. Did you see oh, Rex's yeah. girlfriend? Maybe, that's, no. maybe they took that out. No, this, I didn't. There's this odd, I think I talked about it on the show once before, that at the end, because when I went, they had not changed over star tours yet Mm -hmm. so on the way out there was this odd silent robot that was clanking around but not speaking and vaguely seemed female and then i looked it up and there is video where you you can't see her in uh in action and she was like gushing with praise about rex the star tours pilot and his bravery um (laughs) and i guess is defined as rex's girlfriend although i don't think her dialogue explicitly explains that but they're gonna get married just like kitty and kitty boy (laughs) (laughs) Um, i would love to see rex's wedding and rex and rex's (laughs) girlfriend friend in uh, little bow ties that are maybe still made out of gears or whatever mm. um boot and I gears. Think maybe i know you in your career you don't want to do a lot of stuff with ip but if there was a movie about rex and rex's girlfriend getting married i think oh, maybe yes. you would we would write that uh there is only yeah there's only one That's like only ip one. that i would care to get super invested in which is the world of rex um and i uh i could not have been more disappointed that rex appeared in one of those cartoons right he was just bored he just said some yeah fucking i know star wars boring ass transit kind of dialogue yeah but rex is funny he's the best he's the coolest He's my hero. <laughs> I want to make the movie that's about him not flying or doing Star Wars stuff, but just meeting this that, girlfriend and then and then planning the wedding I think and having a lot of problems today. planning the yeah. wedding. Yeah, um, sure. Look, uh, they're, they're like sucking all the meat off of the bone of all I mean. these IPs. They're like, listen, it's like The Hangover, except, <laughs> yeah. you know, the wedding is between droids and then all the calamity happens. It's Father of the Bride meets the oh, Star so Wars universe. 
that's great. And there can be another can be a Frank-esque robot as well. Ooh. Um, a fuss budget. America's <laughs> favorite fictional character, Frank. Frank. We love Frank. And why isn't Frank anywhere in Disneyland Paris? Martin Short's well, father of the bride wedding planner. Well, that's what the wedding pavilion is named after in Florida. We talked about oh, before. Oh, you're right. Did the we wedding talk about pavilion, <laughs> wedding pavilion The before? wedding pavilion in <laughs> the by the Grand Floridian in Florida is named after Martin Short's character from that's incredible. Father of the Bride. Yeah. I didn't know that. That's um, amazing. Similarly, my vows. Uh, Annette <laughs> Steiner in Disney Village yes. ah. is named after Annette Funicello. So that's, that's a my, little touch. That's, that's a little touch. I liked that. Annette's, um, by the way, Annette's is like a diner. Yeah, it looks it's like, a massive two-story diner. All of these restaurants are gigantic. Huge, <laughs> yes. From the it's look, like a 50s diner. But right. it's like yeah. an airplane hangar. It's yeah. so huge. Yeah. That famous 50 diner style elevators and staircases. Mm-hmm. Which apparently they have waiters on, or waitresses roller on skates. roller skates, and they go up the stairs on them. Oh, wow. Which I was trying to find video of, like, is it a thing? Is it a trick that they know how to do it gracefully going up and down stairs? Or, do, or is it just, do these people have to just sadly skate by <laughs> skate, go up and down stairs carrying food all day? I'm going to say a little column A, a little column B. Yeah, yeah. it's right. You know? it's, it's between interesting and... And, uh, yeah. depressing. There's also <laughs> there's a two story Earl of Sandwich and gotta be the funniest restaurant uh, that I came across. Five Guys. There's a Five Guys. <laughs> there are Five Guys yeah. everywhere. Also, Five Guys is the first thing that you see when you walk into Disneyland, that whole area. Oh, so it's really? like, oh. that's the entrance and then there's like a little bit uh, <laughs> like the the pre-Disney Village kind mm. of uh, restaurants and businesses. The first thing is Five Guys and then maybe so, the back of the movie theater. So that's the icon of the land. Yeah. Is the Five Guys. Mm-hmm. Really? The castle is yeah. the icon of Disneyland Paris, and, but, but Five in Guys. in France, the Five Guys are uh, a America, uh, Great Britain, Russia, uh, China, and France. The, the five victor, the allied powers. Oh, I see. <laughs> oh now World we got where you were going with that. They changed yeah. the, the mythology. The Permanent Security Council. Um, I thought you were going to give like, like it's Gerard Depardieu. Gerard Depardieu. Johnny Depp. He's very accepted uh, over there. The guy from The Artist. Oh uh, uh, yeah, the, the dog. Uh, yeah, the dog. Augie. Uh, Augie, thank Augie. you. Rest oh, in peace, Augie. Oh, by the way, peace. I was looking up things that had happened at. Uh, I was like, are there was there any big official events happen at the Planet Hollywood in? Uh, Disneyland Paris and it did host a premiere of a film that Jean Dujardin from The Artist is yes. apparently in and the movie is called Hellphone and let me show you guys a photo of this um, it is a movie about a, a demonic cell phone and I'm looking at the director Whoa. and the star of the movie seeming super cocky and proud about Hellphone this was in it. 2007 and the phone is like a little little devil guy it has little uh little like so devil ear antennas uh, yeah it seems to be like a uh, uh i can't think of an equivalent like fucked up horror comedy um uh what's the john dies at the end or something right oh, Idle yeah. hands yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, it seems yeah, in that yeah vein, that's kind of yeah. a yeah like a raunchy high school that's funny. Uh, um so uh yeah I, when you're at disneyland uh, planet hollywood uh, remember that's part of history. It was the premiere of uh, Hellphone. I've also 
got a photo of well there's a few uh one is uh, stallone and depp Bardu looking real oh, gross hell yeah in oh, those giant gross, planet man. hollywood Letterman jackets. jackets yeah yeah oh but they're real like they're so cool crispy looking <laughs> they're real like shiny <laughs> leather jackets. because these are jackets that are meant to be oh, worn once and never skin. again yeah, yeah that's true brand new and they never <laughs> shoved into depp Bardu's closet forever unless maybe yeah. he puked on it or something <laughs> i will say um, also that I, oh, oh i was gonna say like so all of the restaurants in disney village are two stories and huge they all have incredible gift shops mm-hmm. um so they're surrounded by all the disney stores and you can get all the disney merch there but the gift shops within the restaurants it's like the gaudiest like most disconnected non-disney like stuff you can get by playing skee-ball at chuck e cheese kind mm-hmm. of bullshit uh-huh. so uh-huh. it's like a lot of weird baseball caps and like things that have nothing to do with anything i had i found a sign um that is a similar like kind of big uh big obnoxious letterman jackets and the poster i couldn't even i don't know where it was advertising you would get these i guess some store in disney village had these letterman jackets i just saw an outdoor poster for it that says be preppy and then under that <laughs> nyc and then forty nine ninety euro what more is there to say you get it you don't yeah. need to know where they go find them we did enough for you yeah there's a lack of respect that's universally acknowledged throughout all these uh merch stations yeah yeah did, they're did rushing you, you through they're uh they're, yeah. they're leaving you up to Fucking dry eat this crepe and take this letterman jacket you dumb bitch <laughs> <laughs> did you guys go to the rainforest cafe at all I did not. Uh, we dipped in. I, I have weird connections to the Rainforest Cafe because I actually used to work in college. Uh, I went to Chapman right by Disneyland. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. And um, worked in the gift shop at Rainforest Cafe in downtown Disney. Uh, sure. So it's weird every time, even though yeah, yeah. no one would remember me and like, it doesn't matter, but I feel like I'm crossing this like haunted threshold every time I walk into a Rainforest right. Cafe. I have a real issue there, uh, which is that I, I, I was thinking about going to Chapman, mm-hmm. and then I went down with a, with a friends to uh, check out the area, and we went to that Rainforest Cafe after, and I got way too stoned and had just like a like really freaked out, upsetting dinner uh-huh. where like I was actually frightened of all the gorillas oh, no. and stuff, going <laughs> and it made me decide to not go to Chapman for Good some for reason. You. I tied those things together. I you can't go to Chapman. Too many uh, gorillas uh, <laughs> jumping out at you. Like it was. I think it did give me this. Weird, it made me feel like it might be depressing to hang out in Orange County for four years, which mm. I don't, yeah. but that was unfair of me because yeah. I was an idiot who uh, t- took a drug that he doesn't like. <laughs> um, so I don't know, how was uh, or being in Orange County for... Uh, um, it, it was interesting because, so I grew up in North Hollywood and grew up as a ska kid when I was in high school. Oh, okay. So I spent all of my youth um, taking the Disneyland bus from downtown to go to ska shows on the weekend. Um, so Where, it was constantly, at the House of Blues or uh, Yeah, like... A, of all around i had uh friends that would pick me up from like the disneyland bus station and then we would like go see like the aquabats at like yeah house of blues or chain reaction or something so oh, just very oc just every very weekend, OC. Every weekend. yeah <laughs> i mean chances are yeah, yeah. um <laughs> so i i spent all that time like kind of escaping to orange county and then by the time i went to chapman i started doing stand-up in college and spent the weekends escaping to la so i never it was like Um, this sort of flip-flop but it was nice working at uh downtown disney for that brief period because then of course you 
get to go to Disneyland mm-hmm. uh, on top of that. Sure. So I would constantly like wake up early and like go on one ride before my first college class. And then like walk into my class and be like, I've already been to Disneyland today. <laughs> and no one cared. And, you know, I was the weirdo riding like Sounds pirates by myself. To me. It was fantastic. Yeah. Um, but actually working. Way, yeah. yeah. It was it was hard to be so close to that temptation too. Yeah. Um, but then working there helped that. But my job at the Rainforest Cafe was very demeaning. Um, I basically was the person that interrupts your dinner um, and asks if you want a photo to commemorate your time oh, at the Rainforest wow. Cafe. Sure. Yeah. Oh, that is yeah. the worst so, job. Yeah. It's the worst. People, yeah. are, people probably brush you off real hard. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I feel like I've been rude to those people. Oh, yeah. yeah. And you're not like... Rightfully so. <laughs> I, well, I don't know. I shouldn't be mad at the person. You're mad at the idea... That yeah. why would I pay? And I know that's going to be $19 for no reason. It's so dumb. Yeah. And, and I was just like this meek little 19 year old interrupting like 21st birthdays and other bullshit. And then without fail, like the memory card would jumble and I would oh. never get a photo out and then get yelled at by my manager. So it's <laughs> like I'd already have the unpleasant experience of interrupting so many birthdays and so many you know like grad nights and then like cut to later that night when the one person wanted to buy a $20 photo I'd be like I don't know what happened like I had it on the file (laughs) and it just was the worst so yeah the Um, the Rainforest Cafe the, the picture of it from the outside like the one in Anaheim even though the food inside might be horrible yeah is cool looking. Yeah, it's nice to look mm-hmm. at. It's, it's nice got a lot to of water. It is the levelish theming. Right. Yeah, uh, the one here, and maybe I know I'm wrong, exactly what you're going to is say. Is like it's a tiny little entranceway that's kind of <laughs> themed, and then there are just a bunch, like two tall mushrooms outside. Yes. Yeah. What are it's those bizarre mushrooms? Also, it's like do you the know what view I'm about? I saw yeah. was only themed halfway up the building, yes, and the rest was like corrugated metal. It's big and blocky. It's, yeah. It's bad. Yeah. And it's the mushrooms. I don't understand. Like the rainforest. Like you could just put some fake trees, a couple fake trees there, maybe if you don't have that much money. Instead, like mushroom like fungus like we're fungus is outside of mm-hmm. this restaurant well there's yeah. also i don't know if you guys saw in your research but there is like this little cage just like right off of the entrance and it looks like this oh, little like fake creaky lagoony kind of thing uh-huh. but it's just like this really shitty rubber robot of an alligator that like every five minutes just long enough for you to go is this gonna move it's not gonna move it'll open its mouth and that's it <laughs> make <laughs> so a sound or just open maybe mouth? but like we we kind of like just sort of peered in and had that moment of like eh, and it moved a little bit i think maybe made a small sound but it was nothing spectacular uh, but people all around it were you- reacting there's no aesthetic plan here. It's all over the med. The Disney Village yeah. logo, by the way, is is hideous. Oh my god! Yeah, the logo. Gee, like, it's every color and every font and all the, at once. Is no, you couldn't like memorize it and the draw cafe it. Cafe Mickey stuff too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, cafe I wrote down Mickey, that that's which is an aesthetic it, barf. Uh, an Italian <laughs> restaurant, but it seems more like what an Italian American. Like it seems very. And there's conf- no way to tell what cuisine it is until there's you're no like way to right tell. up close. Like you can't even see from afar. Like there was because that was something that we were like oh maybe that could be where we have our meal here because we haven't even touched on like the weird King Arthur themed restaurant oh King Ludwig's yeah. or yeah King <laughs> Ludwig's or whatever Ludwig's. yes God. but that was like the one where I was like maybe it's maybe it's just like sort of nice like basic American cuisine and then it's Italian and but it's also connected to the New York Hotel in a weird way isn't it it's like right around the corner from yeah, it yeah I think so mm-hmm. uh, I saw a video that was listing the top five restaurants 
in Disney Village Paris, and uh, Cafe Mickey was one of them. But uh, but in the video, it's like the food is nothing much to speak of, but it's where you get to meet Mickey or whatever. And that was the second or maybe third time he had said the food isn't much to speak <laughs> no. of. And like, but this is a vi- you're made you made a video about restaurants, and your top five, you th- three of them, you think the food is bad? That is really what you're dealing with there. I mean, they should just clone Disney Sprint. Disney Springs yeah. is so great. Mm-hmm. Like, yes. but I think that's all anybody wants is like a, like an act. How about a, just an actual type of restaurant? That's my plus it up yeah. is just like not some bizarre hybrid of French and hot dog or Italian, but not committed to how crazy is it to you're in a city, you're 45 minutes away from a city that is full of wonderful restaurants. Mm-hmm. Just one would make all <laughs> the difference. Put I mean, a pret a yeah. in there. Exactly. The confidence of just one kind of cuisine. The fact that it has like the same kind of like um, self-consciousness of like a cheesecake factory scattered menu, mm-hmm. you know, just throwing pasta and sandwiches and like yeah. all of that stuff. But you, I would dream of a cheesecake factory yeah, well, at right, this place. Right. If only there were anything of that uh, level of consistency, something you could trust. Um, we did, where did you didn't eat anywhere on the in this? No, no, I didn't. I, we we just sort of poked around and like um, sort of ate because they have a lot of stands that are just like crepe stands and um, different sort of sweet treats so we kind of poked around there and and did things that we considered safe okay in okay. that uh, but we did eat inside the park in the disney studios like the aerosmith alley area oh we, all right we got sandwiches uh at like one of the shitty like you're on the studio lot like whatever it's called to kind of um <laughs> grab and ghost <laughs> love to eat cafe. at a fake commissary exactly yeah just you know so outside of my normal life i wanted to yeah. to really dip my lights, toe in lights camera dinner <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <Some> lazily named. <laughs> um, you know, you know where I and I would be uh, remiss if we didn't uh, if we finished this episode before I scolded the California Grill, the mm. single worst uh, meal experience I've had uh, in a Disney park. It was wow. the worst meal of the uh, of our honeymoon in two weeks. Uh, uh, maybe the worst meal experience I've ever had. And wow. where is this? This where is, is in that that beautiful ornate Disneyland hotel at the okay. entrance of the. Because we oh. this a lot of our frustration is we like went up and down that Disney Village zone trying to find something edible. Didn't, didn't seem like anything was going to work. We didn't want to settle for Earl of Sandwich. Mm-hmm. We started going to the hotels. Those places were all either booked up or closed. And that same kind of attitude of like, mm-hmm. we have been booked for months. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why wouldn't you know this? Exactly. So we ended up going to the, to, to the California Grill. There's a very great restaurant called the California Grill at the top of the Contemporary. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. one of the best uh, uh, Disney restaurants. So we assumed it might be in the same family as that. So we went and put our name in and then went to this like uh, DMV waiting room uh, equivalent <laughs> yeah. uh, um, not d- decor wise like decor wise it looked it's kind of like main street wallpaper and it's called the main street grill but it's just you know like 17 children jammed into every chair and people spilling out and screaming and chaos and like whatever the uh, uh, you know the French equivalent of rednecks are there's a lot of those <laughs> around uh, uh, just shitty shitty t-shirts and shitty attitudes um, uh, you could order a drink in the Main Street Grill and Aaron ordered a Chardonnay and the waitress was like oh, Chardonnay <laughs> like made fun <laughs> of fuck? how my wife said Chardonnay 
What? Um, yeah. Amazing. Which I, uh, I've watched her order a lot of Chardonnays in this marriage. And let me tell you, she says it perfectly. <laughs> what is, I don't know what she could have done differently. Is there some French way of saying it? Hmm. Uh, um, do you pronounce it ham bone or something? <laughs> um, what about Le Chardonnay? There you go. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Oh. You know your French. Or Orangina? Orangina? <laughs> I think That's it, what they were. They're yeah. in front of her for not ordering I an Orangina. there's also regions of France where they say it. Croque Monsieur. <laughs> sure. Yes. Yeah. Uh, um, anyway, then you get after a two-hour wait, where we're scolded for pronunciation of uh, not French words. Uh, uh, you, then we then we end up in this in the restaurant, which is like. Uh, it, it's like patterns that are like it's like what American girl dolls wear. It's just this kind of like doily Easter dress kind uh-huh, of environment, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, like a less charming version of Mrs. Knott's chicken dinner. Um, and then just like endless wait for all the food. It's it's cold by the time it comes. She got this vegetable medley that was there was a, a squash that was impossible to cut. Like she oh, no. made a lot of goes at it didn't make barely a divot bailed on it all told 250 euro like competitive to the fanciest meal we had the entire time on our uh, like on our nice honeymoon yeah yeah yeah. jesus christ i believe so something like that's like a michelin tasting menu yeah Yeah, (laughs) yeah. jesus fuck prices you would pay for multiple michelin stars for three hours of waiting for attitude for doilies uh um there's we found video that we took where we're all we're we're having meltdowns. We're and and, th- and we scheduled this where this was the end of our honeymoon. Right. And we'd just been in Florence, one of the greatest cities in the world. And then we're like, do we do the Planet Hollywood? No. You want to try the California Grill? I wonder how that is. Oh, the worst dining experience oh, no. we've ever had. I'm so um, sorry you had that experience. Hey, that's all right. Look, I've clearly gotten over it. I didn't, you <laughs> yeah. know, I mean, two hour podcast uh, complaining about the experience or not. I feel in a good place about okay. it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's fun. It is very funny to think about like the safest options in this area are probably Five Guys, McDonald's, Earl of Sandwich and Star. Starbucks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, which which you wouldn't be, I mean, that'd be like, uh, I guess everything's closed. That'd be like if I was at downtown Disney in Anaheim and it's like, right. oh, it's late. Most places are closed. All right, I'll do yeah. one you know, of them. You know what I went and ordered at the Earl of Sandwich was a banana. Because <laughs> a banana... You know what you are getting. You can see that there is, uh, you know, nothing has, nobody has cut into the peel and added salt or cheese or grease. Uh, it, it has its own wrapper that I know has not been befouled. Uh, um, so I, I, I appreciated the simple banana. That was the best food I had in Disney Village wow. Paris was a banana. Incredible. Wow. Um, uh, yeah, that's just, which is saying something. Um, that And I, this all basically, I think it taught me something about my capacity for uh kitsch uh, mm-hmm. um and and going and experiencing insane places that you know are a little bad and hokey but you'll have a good time food is my hard line yeah if there's if there's one solid meal i can have i can do endless hours of kitsch mm-hmm. but i just we felt like trapped like what are we gonna do this does feel like the evil version of your aesthetic this feels like <laughs> of what you like of what i know you like this uh-huh. feels like the pervert like the when cartoon the, satan you know <laughs> yeah. on your shoulder the yes. spock yeah, yeah. with the goatee version the hell phone on like, my shoulder right um, like you get the one thing you love in the world 
world, but you know, it's going to burn every time you take a bite of your sandwich <laughs> or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I think that like our capacity for the kitsch over the quality of food, it's great if it's, I mean, not great, but like it's it's palatable if it's just one restaurant out of the whole collection of restaurants. I feel sure. like you kind of get that with Downtown Disney regular. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there are so many other restaurants in that area that kind of like elevated and make up for it where, yeah. you know, you have like the New Orleans style Cajun stuff that's like pretty good mm-hmm. in comparison to the shit show that is a Rainforest Cafe. <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah. yeah. So you can kind of be like, well, that's a give and a take. But the yeah. fact that all of this is a strikeout. Yeah. It just speaks it's all shame bullshit. All they mm-hmm. need is one. And five, yeah. Five, yeah, five guys at least is that is oddly a step in the right direction unless there's some weird overthought way it's some renaissance themed five guys <laughs> Ooh. uh you know yeah you, you they don't have you, peanuts you, that are free they have what, what's the french they have weird frog legs that's my weird it's, it's a big take you throw the frog floor. legs on the on the, floor. You throw the bones on the floor <laughs> <laughs> i would actually enjoy that yeah that <laughs> even would being be a vegan something. i would enjoy that yeah <laughs> it's entire frogs you break off the legs yourself and then, mm-hmm. and then spit have, out the frog skeletons onto have, the ground have you ever eaten tried to eat a frog's leg no, no have you yes, I have. well a friend a friend uh you're really dismayed Andrew right grissom now. Uh, uh who we have not he'll eventually be on the show mm-hmm. uh he we went somewhere downtown and he ordered them he's like yeah i just got them for the table what and like i i eat meat but it was a full frog like you would to break them off the body and no. I didn't I couldn't do it I could not do it I haven't no. had them presented like that have you had turtle soup no or turtle anything <laughs> I've had turtle before neither of you these have are a good turtle I've had kangaroo too that one was what not what the hell right. yeah list the animals you've eaten boar kangaroo buffalo keep going venison crocodile gator pepperoni I mm. think I've had gator pepperoni Mus- pepperoni muskrat I've never had muskrat <laughs> But I've had like game. I guess I guess it was just vet. someone had made gate like something they they just called it game into jerky. I guess it was venison deer. Mm. Um, Disneyland cat. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> Disneyland cat caught one, uh, fried caught it up one. just for fun. Sure. Wow. Um, yeah, I mean, I think the kitsch. That, I will agree. I I when I go into the kitsch sort of setting my expect i manage my expectations mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. like well if at least i can get like a burger and fries yeah, fine exactly. or like a veggie burger something like that fine like you you know it's not going to be like the best thing in the world but i i do have to agree like five guys it reminds me of the way that downtown disney and disney springs are like kind of changing where there's more fast casual mm-hmm. sort of like as tastes have changed less tgi friday more like um whatever Panera or Chipotle sort right, of. right yeah I think the I think parks in general are evolving and I think I think the idea that theme park food is bad is starting to go by the wayside a little bit yeah, there's yeah. pockets of yeah there's decent restaurants in downtown Disney seems like Disney Springs has a lot and even the, like Universal Hollywood yeah. which has always been horrible um, that Harry Potter I didn't eat at the Harry Potter restaurant seems to get uh, it's great. good reviews it's though good. Sure. It's yeah. Great. yeah yeah and their yeah. beers mm-hmm. and stuff are good I, I, I just want I, I hope that we keep going down this path because some theme park restaurants are legitimately some of my favorite restaurants anywhere mm-hmm. it's like yeah. there's nothing dictating that theme park food has to be a joke mm-hmm, or stupid mm-hmm. or bad and boy uh 
Disney Studios Paris <laughs> or, Dis- or Disney Village Paris offers a Jurassic Park esque lesson in what happens if you uh, aren't careful yeah. in your in your design and your plotting. <laughs> well, I think that it's just like a case of mismanaged funds too, because when you go into like those rainforest cafe type restaurants and you're looking around at all the decor and you're going, well, that costs a lot of money to get like an, a robot gorilla that like swats around every couple sure. minutes, you know, surely they're going to skimp on like, mm-hmm. you know, this quarter pounder burger I'm about to enjoy or mm-hmm. this, mm-hmm. you know, fettuccine. Um, but the fact that it's all of that all the time. Another thing that was kind of bizarre that I'd never experienced at another theme park where inside the theme parks, like I think the Disney Studios park closed at like, I want to say 8 p.m. and the other Disneyland closed at 10. The restaurants would close an hour before the theme parks actually closed. <laughs> so at one point we were just walking around going, what the fuck do we do? Like, what if we were planning to <laughs> yeah. eat at the end of the day? Yeah. I've had that experience, yeah. like in the in the like slower times in Florida, maybe mm-hmm. like in off seasons, where it's just like, yeah, we're closing early. We're, right, right. But yeah, I don't. Oh, I that's don't the other. Know. We were there in the dead of uh, of winter. We were there in December, oh, yeah. and they and I, you could tell it was like a less staffed time, so a ton of restaurants just not open at all. They mm-hmm. had a pizza planet that wasn't open. They had like <laughs> decent sounding places, right? So yeah. and uh, and they're just like uh, just kind of funneling people into like the four restaurants that are open. So they're all super crowded, lines out the door. It was a it was such a food crisis. Yeah. Uh, um, what yeah. Did, you, did you enjoy your your Disney Paris experience uh, overall, or was it? I did. Little... I did. I'm glad I did it. I mean, I. I feel like if you're going to do the international parks, you should probably do Disney Paris before Tokyo because Tokyo was such an amazing experience okay. yeah, that yeah. like I kept being like, ah, oh, but it's not, you know, and I haven't been to any of the China ones and, and I plan to want to knock them all off my list. But yeah, yeah I, I'm glad I did do it. Um, I will say the Ratatouille ride is one of the best rides I've ever been on in my life. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's so good. Oh, cool. And that uh, restaurant supposedly is... Uh, yeah, right. yeah. We, we didn't uh, get a chance to eat there, but um, that whole area is kind of bizarre because it's like a mini Paris in Paris. Yeah. Um, and uh, and so that was kind of interesting. Uh, but like the yeah, ride... Yeah, great ride though. Well, what? Great ride. Though. Oh, it's such a great ride. I mean, as far as like a ride story goes, like my husband, Mike and I, we were sort of riffing on the fact that, um, especially at Universal, like ride stories can be so chaotic. Like, I don't know what's happening on the Transformers ride. Mm, we were um, just talking about oh, that in yeah. the last really? one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's I, just I a lot of... I pass a quiz about that ride. I don't know. But uh, <laughs> most rides that are that style, it's like, go, go, go. All right. Uh, now we got to go over here. Oh, now here's this. What are you guys doing? You know, it's just like a lot of those kind of sound bites. And then by the end without fail it's always one character being like thank you for your bravery <laughs> and you're like I didn't do anything I'm That's, just sitting you here you saved the minions you That's saved the please. you could have done it without minions. you partner but then the ride story for Ratatouille like you get it it's a dark ride you're gonna shrink down to I did air quotes <laughs> like people could hear them you can <laughs> quote shrink down uh, to a mouse's size and then um, you're kind of scattering around and it was like such a great parallel to the experience of the movie and and it just was done really well it's in mm. 3d and there are all these really great screens um we did uh we almost had a walkout which my husband oh. was very excited about because oh. he's heard about it through your podcast nice. sure, yeah. <laughs> so every time we got on a ride he's like do you think we're gonna do a walkout 
and we did not because he kept saying it. Um, but we uh, he cursed it. He like. cursed it. But we went as far as um, sitting on the ride, and then it stopped, and we had to go, and they gave us fast passes. And my mm. joke for the day was, oh, they kept having to stop the ride to fetch a child cigarettes. That was my <laughs> Disney Paris joke that no sure. one else appreciated. That's right. Children love to smoke in France, and the age of consent <laughs> is 12. Yes. <laughs> I said that I actually did it's a Europe. stand-up show when I was in France. Um, it was an English-speaking show. Wow. And uh, yeah, I was dreading it all day. Um, <laughs> I thought that it was going to be a real head. shit show, but it actually was pretty great. Um, and I opened with like my Disneyland Paris riffs, which were not appreciated. Mm. Um, so well, I, maybe I went straight because to material. Maybe Parisian people don't go to I, Disneyland I think that Paris. must be it. Uh, surely they were hilarious, so that must not be a factor. Um, <laughs> of course, they work here. They comedian. work with yeah. a with a, a deep theme park nerd yes, audience, yeah. which is the only audience you should care about. I feel. Yeah, yeah, but <laughs> thank you, I, and I do. Um, but yeah, that was a real highlight. And um, wow. unfortunately, Phantom Manor was closed, so we didn't oh, get to experience I know, I know. But we did. Our first ride was um, going on the Space Mountain out there mm -hmm. and that was great because they've got fucking loops and like oh, little right. corkscrew oh, twirls yeah, oh, yeah. it's Jules Verne yeah, yeah right. it yeah. shoots you like a bullet in a gun and wow. you're just like zipping through and they outfitted it to be Star Wars like so oh, right. they had that going oh, for right. it too okay yeah I heard it was good from my wife who went while I waited outside oh no <laughs> <laughs> yep that launch yeah. starts yeah, yeah, yeah got the quick launch yep, yeah yep. I, I get it I get it <laughs> I, it seems like an amazing ride though yeah it was super I fun wasn't scared yeah <laughs> one thing that I realized uh, quickly is is that uh, there isn't a similar sense of like waking up early and camping out culture there. Uh, oh, um, no, which is huge in Tokyo. Huge in Tokyo, yeah. yeah. And huge out here. But we got there. I was surprised to learn that the parks didn't open until 10 a.m. I was like, it's Jeez. about to be spring oh, break, yeah. guys. Like, up your game. So we got there especially early and like ran to Space Mountain and almost the first people in line. Like, nobody, <laughs> nobody came. Rod operators are just finishing their cigarette <laughs> <laughs> I had the same experience when I went to Dollywood where I approached it in the same way I'm like yeah. surely people are going to be lined up no yeah. not at all and like I beat the actual employee I ran to like tour Dolly's tour bus and I beat the employee like she actually called after me and was like wait ma'am ma'am <laughs> ma'am what are you doing and then she like ran behind me she screamed and then like quickly reset herself and went welcome to Dolly Parton's tour bus this is her tour bus from 1991 to 1997 do you want to look at her wigs <laughs> and I was like yes I do <laughs> wow Ooh, boy yeah. we gotta oh, there's those wigs we gotta, gotta talk uh, we gotta talk Dollywood at some yeah point. you guys gotta go yeah, yeah we're gonna yeah, go yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Dollywood um, I wanna I wanna to try to go to Paris and I've always wanted to see yeah. Paris and I've always been like well I gotta see Disneyland you gotta Paris. Go Disney Village it. yeah uh, yeah I gotta see Disney Village yeah, I yeah. looked up um, I could uh, see you coming back from Disney Village and going guys you were wrong I love <laughs> it I, I will probably love it I will probably love it. I looked <laughs> there's up, a lot of great candy if you're into candy no, he stuff go candy. on um, <laughs> I, I looked up uh, uh, a blog, I, the Disney tourist blog, um, uh, uh, which are, is a husband and wife who write about like they do trip reports and they go to the mm -hmm. parks all over the world and and they I just searched on Google searched the blog name and Disney Village mm -hmm. and uh, uh, their reactions seemed to be like we walked through it it was confusing but like they had <laughs> like a hundred tips for like Disney Paris and stuff and I was like searched food and they're like 
There is a grocery store close by, <laughs> and many hotels have full kitchens, and we recommend you take advantage of yes, that. Yes, that's what we had. We had like a full kitchen in our hotel, bizarrely. Yeah. Oh. But yeah, that was that was weird. Um, we haven't even gotten into the weird princess versus pirates thing. Oh, yeah. That's oh going God. on over oh, there. Like the French people have a weird affinity for pirates and probably specifically jack sparrow i think they like personally relate to him on like a deeper <laughs> level because oh, he's a sleazebag yeah he's asleep. like the, <laughs> this is the only it. area where like the johnny depp wine video didn't shock anyone you know uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and uh and they do spend like a great bit of real estate on the property to pirates of the caribbean there's like a whole pirates of the caribbean sort of area like a little island it's sort of instead of tom sawyer island is like all pirates it's a pirate thing okay okay yeah um well some pirate restaurant or something if they're so pirate crazy to plus Mm -hmm. that up yeah plus that disney village up uh try to figure out what jack sparrow's favorite uh meals are he's Mm -hmm. probably he's probably a gourmand he probably eats crazy uh all you crazy i know a soup (laughs) i know a prefix pirate themed menu available that they could license Wait, you mean the, the dinner adventure? Yeah, the prior dinner adventure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is All it right. just the soup that you love so much? Yeah, it's just the pitcher soup. <laughs> <laughs> All it's right. pretty good. So yeah. maybe the idea of a restaurant that'll save this whole thing is like a, a giant pitcher uh, of soup and you can like release a spigot and then fill up a smaller pitcher of uh-huh. soup. Mm. Uh, I have a uh, uh, a new category for our, the uh, podcast, The Ride, for our, our patented scale. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we usually have plus it up. I'm suggesting maybe plus it down. Uh-huh. Uh, maybe just go all the way with it and add like a pet store and a check cashing business to Disney Village. <laughs> like, let's just, if it's already there, let's just make it far le- removed from yeah. Disney at, uh, and don't even, maybe don't even call it, just call it The Village. And then like you can go down there and there's a 99 cent store or something. Absolutely. Army it just so happens to be within the yes. vicinity of Disney Paris. We exactly. are not associated with Disney sure. Paris. They yeah. import pickpockets. <laughs> <laughs> yes, of course. They don't need to. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> this is pretty abundant. So you're suggesting that the way to improve Disney Village Paris is for it to have any purpose whatsoever. Well, I guess, yes. I'm sort of saying abandon, cut it off from the rest of the resort, and then maybe it'll really only be a greater contrast than the magic of the actual park itself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, have, I have one more tiny plus it up idea, which is don't have a giant creepy tent rusting away with no labels and empty marquees mm-hmm. and a green fabric staircase that leads to an empty mound these are also <laughs> things you can go just we walk up to even in this place those or the damn balloon oh yeah, yeah. yeah. well that's in disney that's, that's in, in too. disney springs they got like oh that's the that thing damn the balloon is called Panoramagique. And in Disney Studios Paris, there's already a thing. There's a show called Cinemagique mm-hmm. and Animagique. There's so much fucking magique in this <laughs> resort. Um, <laughs> I, uh, we didn't check out the Animagique or any of that. Like, it kind of felt like, I forget what it's called. Oh, the Philhar Magic. It kind of felt like uh-huh. within that sort of neighborhood yeah. of, of show. If only, though. Just a little bit. Philhar yeah. Magic is, I mean... I was going to say muy bien, bueno. I'm in the wrong <laughs> no. country. Tres bien. It's tres magnifique. Tres, yes. magnifique. It Italian makes me say arg. Yeah. Like a happy <laughs> pirate. Um, oh, yeah. boy. Well, I, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say that uh, like, if there was anything, though, that could save the Disney Village, I, I would say, like, why don't you just, like, double down on one restaurant? Like, maybe just sort of demolish 
all of the non-Disney store areas and just make it, if you love pirates so much, French people, just make a giant pirate restaurant. Mm-hmm. Combine yep. all of the elements. Combine the Wild West show into it so you can use that arena. Mm-hmm. You walk into maybe like a huge skull similar to Pirates of the Caribbean and you're like in this, you know, cool waiting area with all of these, you know, different skeletons and so maybe yeah. it's a little bit like the catacombs too. Oh, sure. And um, Start, there yeah, could be cut, the... Cut off the catacombs uh, at the leg in terms of tourism. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody needs to go there again. <laughs> that was actually the best thing that we did. Oh, our yeah entire trip was also the most metal thing i've ever seen in my entire (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. Uh, but yeah just do a little bit of that you know get people excited for going to the real catacombs and then have Mm -hmm. um jack sparrow's rum bar um waiting for you 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 can get some appetizers you could take all of the planet hollywood merch and make Mm -hmm. it look like loot that the pirates stole oh yeah (laughs) just Um, keep adding dreadlocks to things and then you can just sort of (laughs) even the score with that yar mateys you want to see the meteor from meteor man (laughs) (laughs) we haven't even talked about the armageddon thing oh my god Uh, that's a whole other we'll have to um, we're we're he's dipping our toe into paris we knew there was a lot to cover then there's a whole park right right right. for many hours and many hours but i'm glad we devoted so much time to a a, like what quarter mile bad mall (laughs) we've talked about we've committed so much time to Mm -hmm. scolding this place and uh hey i I thank you for for helping us uh julia prescott you survived podcast the ride uh thanks for uh yeah thanks for helping us make uh this mall feel bad (laughs) it's my pleasure it's as a lover of malls i do i mean when i'm excited for the city walk thing uh i do love city walk sincerely it was my middle school hangout oh yeah of course oh me too yeah i'm a valley kid yeah yeah. were you a wizards fan yes yeah that's where i had i forget which birthday but i had i've had a birthday in pretty much every restaurant at city walk wow yeah well then i think you will you could probably factor into our city walk Mm. master plan uh uh, so perhaps we'll have to have to have you back around to talk about i would love to it'd be my pleasure of the Mm. uh i I don't want to spoil (laughs) anything Uh, (laughs) but but uh anything you'd like to uh plug or alert people to uh, oh um a couple things i i have that simpsons podcast uh, we're on uh, maximum fun so everything's coming up simpsons and Wonderful. we have a collection of comedian type guests and then also uh occasionally we'll have people that uh worked on the simpsons right. um come on the show and that's been a, a great pleasure and then uh, i also have a show called townies um it's the oc in the old west um it's a comedy western about teens uh so you can watch that on black pills that's out right now right. with the uh, with Natalie Palomitas with Natalie yeah, Palomitas yeah. and um, Josh Strasky and Brody Reed another, uh, our, our friend uh, Disney podcast uh, oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 wonderful cool uh, um, yes we'll check all that stuff out and uh, check us out on Twitter at podcast the ride email us podcast ride at gmail yeah all uh, that. is and there anything a, else we need to demand from well, people right now a, uh, there's a bird sub there's a sub run subreddit on that earwolf should we plug that what? if you want to oh. come in and talk to other people that listen to us there's a, on the Earwolf subreddit. Oh, uh, yeah. We've become nice, a presence yeah. on the uh, Reddit of a podcast network we're not that we're on. Not on. Yeah. Yeah. No. We also don't have accounts. <laughs> yeah, I have an account, I think. Oh, do you? I think I signed Mike, up, yeah. Because I like to upload my our own posts. Oh, cool. <laughs> I have an account as Dr. David Daniels, my... <laughs> 
a fictional character Wait, from the Book of Henry. From BTO Henry? Yeah, lead. from BTO Henry, which is my character in, in Bugman TV uh, universe. Uh, uh, oh, I revealed Uh-oh. myself. Reveal too much. much. I revealed too much. Oh, smoke I can't believe we, we spoke for two and a half hours, and now we're just talking about this. Dr. David right. Are you a Book of Henry? Are you a BTO Henry fan? I mean, we don't need to do a whole... Uh, <laughs> yeah, sure. Okay, we look, gotta, we got to go. We'll talk for seven, for seven more hours. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. We'll catch you on the next uh, mega-sized episode. Au revoir. <laughs>